episode 90 from the other side of the tracks. Here we are. Young Matthew bringing us in, sort of. I've got Chris Class on the phone here. He's not feeling 100%, but he's going to talk some wrestling with us. Chris Class, how are you, sir? I'm good. Happy New Year, fellas. I've missed you guys. Happy New Year, Chris Class. My other best friend from the East Coast, Joshua Caraballo, how are you today? Doing good, sir. Happy New Year, guys. Happy New Year, brothers. I know you guys, both of y'all got your shit you guys want to cover. But first, Brian Vincent is in studio with me. He's having McDonald's. He's looking great. He's feeling great. How are you doing, bud? I'm doing good, but I'm, I got a feeling I'm not going to get a word in. I might as well just I know. We're just going to sit back. We're going to... Fuck up both of you. I'm going to talk right Good grief. Go that was fast. <laughs> Excited to sleep, man. You ain't sleeping. Yeah, that, it'll be. A, it's gonna be live on Access TV on the thirteenth. Okay, by the way. cool. Oh, that's not bad. Oh, is it cool? Really? Yep. Well, I sent you guys. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. saw that. Uh, uh, it's floating around on YouTube. So if you listeners get a chance to watch Wrestle Kingdom, you know I'm gonna go ahead and say it's gonna just like you know we did our year end awards. I, was that uh, the last show we did our year end awards? Gentlemen? Yeah, correct. Yep. Okay, okay, and and then I picked Wrestle Kingdom 10, January 4 show, as my event of the year. Um, man, I know it's only the 4th of January, it took place in 4th, <laughs> we're, we're what, the 8th or 9th or something today? Yeah. Um, it's going to be hard to top this show, man, because not only was it a great show, but like Josh just said, it, it was fucking maybe the best Wrestle Kingdom I've ever seen, simply because it seemed like... Josh, correct me if I'm wrong, but it seems like every match that took place, other than, well, even the Battle Royal, like, at the beginning of Wrestle Kingdom, they always have, it's called a New Japan Rumble, and it's uh, basically the Royal Rumble, but it always brings back, like, old-timers, or they'll have, uh, you know, maybe some young boys will get in, or, you know, shit like that, but even that had ramifications. Did you think the same, Josh, that every match, something was important about every match? Yeah, pretty much. Like, it, that's pretty much the how it went out. Like, everything was good. There was no bad matches on that card, in my opinion. And no, there's a, that's no, a rare in this day and age when you watch a, uh, a show, unless it's PWG. But from top to bottom, this is probably one of the best wrestling events I've seen. You know, and like you said, it's 2000, it's early in the year, but it's going to take a lot to top this card. Like, WrestleMania's got its, uh, it's job cut out for it. You know, there's a lot of stuff that has to happen in WrestleMania or any other card to top this because right now, 
Wrestle Kingdom number 11 is the, uh, the front runner for event of the year. Yeah, I mean, it's only four days in, so I hope that it's up there. I mean, <laughs> it, it's their biggest card of the year, right? And it's their second biggest promotion in the world. So hopefully it should be a fantastic card. Before you, when you guys get to the main event, I just want to ask a question right before you guys start talking about the main event. As I ask one quick question, you guys take the floor, go for it. This is your show. Have fun, guys. Okay. All right. Well, what I'll do is, uh, I got the results pulled up right here. I'll bring up each match and then, you know, we could all talk about it. And, and you know, just because, I don't know, uh, Brian, Matt, have you guys, I know I sent you guys that link. Have you guys seen any of the matches? I saw I, the main. I watched the main event. Oh, okay, okay, good, good, good. I'm glad. Uh, that way we can chime in because people are people are going around saying this is the greatest match ever. People calling it a six-star match. That's nuts. There's no taking away. It was a beautiful, fucking, really well-done match. However... We'll talk about this when we go over it. Yeah, that's what I want to talk about. When we get that's this that uh, that, that everything you're talking about right now is what I want to talk about when we get to the main event. But you guys can talk about the other stuff first. Oh, okay, 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 beautiful, beautiful. Well, then let's kick it off. Uh, New Japan, like I said, they have a thing called a New Japan Rumble. Uh, making his return was Michael Elgin. And awesome. He uh, big he, Mike. I don't know. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he, uh, he he came out. He looked good. Um, it was down to him and Cheeseburger from Ring of Honor at the very end. But he yeah. The likes of, uh, yeah, yeah. Let me tell you about how I feel so, about that guy. Uh, right, oh, well, yeah. I don't. You know, he was there last year. Yeah. He's he's had some New Japan matches. I just I don't know a lot about that guy Cheeseburger. I just I. I <laughs> There's a reason why he was on the pre-show at Ring of Honor. Wow, he's Scott Norton fucking came out. He's got to be like at least in mid fifties. And I was telling class, I was, I was like, what if team would have been had it been fucking uh, Elgin versus fucking Scott Norton? What kind of match they would have had? Oh yeah. Oh my god! Like the pillars in the in in the Tokyo Dome would just fucking come crumbling down and shit. It'd be like Superman versus Doomsday. <laughs> That's basically it. Yeah, you're right. Um, all right, so that was kind of uh, they always have that match, and honestly, uh, Josh, I missed most of the match. Fucking Billy Gunn was in the match. I missed, yeah, uh, I missed that, that too. I, my my feed froze out, but they said he was in there and he did some crazy shit, but I missed it. All right, that was choppy. I don't know if that was on my end or if that was on your all's end, but I couldn't or on Josh's end, but I couldn't I couldn't make that out. I said he was there. I missed what he did, though. They said he did some crazy shit. He missed the spot. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, I gotcha, I gotcha. I don't know, man. I, I, I missed most of this first uh, first match because I was out uh, getting coffee and shit like that first thing in the morning. So I got in. I came in right when Taguchi was coming out. To, what, to, Josh, what is up with Taguchi taking Triple H's entrance? <laughs> I mean Yoshitatsu? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yoshitachi, not Taguchi. Taguchi's the fucking. He looks like Eddie Guerrero. I was uh, texting you that. I was like, what the fuck? Does he think he's like a a bullshit fucking Triple H? And it just. Did he spit water? Like, what happened? Yeah, he spits water and everything. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. He spits water. Uh, I feel bad for him because I think he's off the sauce, or maybe he needs to get into shape because that guy is. 
pudgy as fuck. Like, it does not look right. I see a pudgy <laughs> Triple H spitting water. That makes me giggle. I'm sorry. Especially, if it's, especially yeah, that's fucking funny. <laughs> sorry. I'll let you guys talk. I don't know, what, what was I thinking? Uh, we'll be quiet. Uh, like, like Yoshitazu, hey, he, he took, uh, what was it, maybe about a year and a half ago or something, he took the uh, the Styles Clash the wrong way. Yeah, it broke his like, neck. Like, he tucked his chin. And it, fuck, yeah, it broke his neck. And so everyone's like, you know, feeling bad for him. And obviously, it was a horrible injury. Yeah. But then he comes back. And he should, not that he was really great before, but he's even like worse now. And for whatever, I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know what the love is for this guy, but you know, maybe it's and just fucking, you know, uh, making sure he has a pedigree as a finisher too. I think he has a wrestling school like in the states part time. You'll see Tatsu, Does right? Really? Yeah, yeah. There's a couple oh, people that used to wrestle at IWA. I'm not going to mention their names because they suck. Uh, they went to. He was doing oh, seminars oh. and he had a couple. He had a he had a school. For a little while, I want to say it was co-ran by Booker T, but I'm not mistaken, but I'm not quite sure. Because it was in Houston, so. Well, that makes sense. If, if the students coming out of the seminar kind of suck, they were trained by Yoshitatsu, so. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, no offense to Fuck, Yoshitatsu, but band. yeah, you kind of suck. Um, so yeah, Michael Elgin won that. Uh, so that was a nice return for him coming back from, uh, what did he have, a fucked up knee or something like that? Uh, I don't know. No, I, I didn't have any injuries about him. I just know he was beat to throw an ROH and kind of like he went the opposite way, but he still works with New Japan because he's still coming. Yeah, well, with New Japan. I, I know uh, a few weeks ago, like I, I think that maybe it was a few months ago or something. I saw that they were doing like a, a GoFundMe for him. Maybe, maybe, maybe I'm just. Dude, I'm on a lot of medications right now. Trying to figure out what's so all my shit's gonna be all fucked up. <laughs> so yeah, thanks for ignoring what I say, other than the results, because I'm reading those. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's go ahead and move on to the second match. Uh, Tiger Mask W. Uh, Tiger the Dark. Now, Tiger Mask W is basically a cartoon. Yeah. And if this was like my buddy Eric and I, who I watched Wrestle Kingdom with every year, we used to joke that like. We would shit all over this stuff if WWE is like, why are they fucking having a cartoon come out, you know, uh, a character a cartoon come out and uh, have a match? It's like, oh, it's a waste of time. Stuff. But it's like, because it's New Japan and because the cartoon character is played by Kota Ibushi, who's Tiger Mask W, we give it a bite. So, totally hypocritical. <laughs> <laughs> Did you like that, Joshua? Did you Tiger know that it was Black, Ibushi? Tiger Mask the uh, no, I was like, uh, I just got sitting out and like, he showed me the tech with me, or something later. I was like, uh, I was like, yo, is this, I was texting the class, I was like, yo, is that Bushi Hicks? <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm like, he's doing a Buddha Tiger Mask W doing a Bushi Hicks set. I'm like, yo, this dude's Michael Bushi. And I was yep. like, yeah, bro, I, I told you, that's a Bushi Hicks C8. That's awesome. Like, I was so fucking like, bewildered. I was like, what the fuck is going on? But yeah, it was, it was a good match. It was very solid. I was more surprised with the mask, you know, really good mask. And uh, ACH had long hair. <laughs> <laughs> Who was the next match after that, Chorus? You still there? Uh-oh, did we lose Chris Class? We may have lost Chris Class for a minute. Hold on one second. It says I got him. I'm going call. Okay. Chris, wi-fi, there, oh, buddy? my Wi-Fi disconnected. That's what happened. I'm sorry. I'll get him back here in a second. The third match, the next match on the card, do you have that in front of you by any chance there, Joshua? Uh, I believe that was the third match. 
if I'm not mistaken, it was the tag team match between the Bucks and uh, Rapunzel Vice. Ooh, I've seen highlights of that. That looked good. Yeah, Trent Beretta and uh, Rocky Romero. This is a really good match. That was for the straps, too, right? Yo, I'm yeah, sorry about that. The, it was a championship match for the straps. Uh, they, uh, Rapunzel Vice came off on top. Fucking uh, Rocky Romero, uh, Romero set a record for seven times tag team champion. That's fucking awesome, so, man. Yeah, they were, like, saying that was a pretty... That was pretty much the story of the match. And, you know, getting that accolade. Fucking Trent Beretta took a sick fucking fuck. He does that. Uh, yeah, but this one was just like, wow. Like, had the main event bump didn't happen, and we'll get to that, that would have been like the fucking bump of the night. Uh, but unfortunately, Kenny Omega stole that, that, that spotlight from us. <laughs> oh, yeah. Did you like the tag match, cl- class? It keeps cutting out on me. I'm sorry, man. My Wi-Fi is going in and out. That's on me. Here, you want to try to call my phone and see if you can just do it on speaker class? Call my phone. And we'll try it that way. All right? Yeah, call just ended. I'll try to call. He'll try to call. I'm going to call Chris Glass real quick, and then because uh, he can always, I can. Always, if we have a, uh, if we have the guest later on, I can just disconnect with Glass. It's fine. Okay. I know he's getting in. Probably getting a little like, what the hell's going on around here, Chris? Yo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you want to try? That's to my call Wi-Fi. His Wi-Fi keeps kicking out. You want to try to call my phone, and I'll put you on speaker and see if that's any better. Uh yeah yeah yeah. Do you think that you think that's a better option? Sure. Let me give me one second. I'll call you and then when you which we'll give it that give that whirl and see how that goes. Okay. Sorry, oh, fans. Right. We're just trying to get this going so the best for everybody. Yeah. Sorry about that, guys. All right. Yeah. Call me. Call me up. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. We're from Canada. We're sorry. From Canada. Yeah. We're from Canada. Sorry about that. That's <laughs> actually a good fucking fucking. <laughs> It does. It sounds just like him. I got it from Yoga Hosers. I like that movie. We ain't talking about it. It was actually kind of funny. Are you there, Glass? Hey, there we go. Can you hear me loud and clear? Yeah, it's a little bit. I mean, hold on. Let me get. I'm gonna get you by the phone, and I'm gonna make sure you're up. But I think speak now. See, make sure you can. Can you hear everybody good? Yeah, say something, Josh. You hear Joshua? How about now, Joshua? Speak so make sure he can hear you. My balls are huge. <laughs> Vaguely, I hear him telling lies over there. But. He okay. said his balls are huge. He, he said he heard you telling lies, so it's all good. All right, let's try this way for a while. They were talking about the tag match. Actually, we said we're real sorry about the real sorry. I fucked it up. I did so good a minute ago, and then now I fuck up the accent. I was doing the the, the Canadian accent. <laughs> Rapunga Vice versus the Young Bucks. I seen a just a still picture. Of some crazy looking shit from that match. It was like the Melter driver, but it was fucked up looking. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, oh, that match was solid as fuck. Yeah, it was a lot of people saying Rapunky that. Vice, was yeah, Rapunky Vice, Beretta and, and, and Romero are just like. I was a big fan of Romero and. Um, ah, fuck. Um, what was the Russian guy he teamed with? Oh. Uh, Alex Kozlov. Alex Kozlov. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I really, I did like their team, but I think, and I went up real big on Beretta when he first came in, but I, I thought it was like, he had a fucking great, like, they're a great team. Beretta is so big that from what I hear, uh, they're apparently talking about eventually giving him, uh, like a heavyweight push because he's just, he's so big compared to these guys. And yeah, they just, uh, they won the, um, uh, IWGP Junior Tag Team, 
third match of the night? I'm sorry? What was the next match? Yeah, that was the third match. The next match was a, um, it was a gauntlet match for the Never Open Weight Six Man Tag. And the former champion, or the champion, are actually, uh, Ricochet, Kojima, and, um, uh, Evan Bourne. What's his name? Matt Seidel. But Seidel had all those problems with getting locked up, apparently, for bringing pot into Japan and shit like that. So I guess they stripped him, and they made David Finley. The, uh, the sixth man in that, which David Finley, the son of Sixth Finley. This guy's really coming into his own. What did you call him, Josh? When you said the attack, do you remember? Oh, yeah, I called him uh, a, a smaller version of Chris Hero, because he looks like Chris Hero. <laughs> that was spot on, man. He, he looks a lot like Chris Hero. Um, he was in the but, fucking Chris Hero, too. Speaking of Chris Hero, real quick, congratulations, homie. You more than deserve it, and us here at the Back Row Hecklers are very proud of you, man. Uh, big things to come. He's already had his first Hell. match. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Yeah. We was at IWA yeah, Thursday, and my friend Hunter's little buddy, Dory, turned around and goes, was that uh, one dude that's on your shirt, because I had on my uh, Nakamura shirt, mm-hmm. she goes, was he back when Chris Hero was in the NXT, was he there too? I was like, No. And she goes, well, I guess Hero's in NXT now. And I was like, wow, fucking spoiler alert. And I said, no, yet, we, we, had, we didn't know. So we had no idea. So I was like, go show Ian. And she's like, really? I was like, yes, he would want to know. So that was kind of cool that we found out at an IWA show that Hero had just made his NXT debut. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. No, I found out that same night. I was at home. And I think, yeah, I think that. Who had I think a that's a bucks picture of that, too. Yeah, and I was like, like I didn't even think about the spoiler alert thing. Sorry, guys. <laughs> it hasn't aired yet. Yeah, it's not. That hasn't. That him and Nakamura is actually was for a future NXT tape. Yeah, I know. That's okay though because we get NXT Friday here in Louisville. So uh, maybe there's a very good chance we might be, be, be seeing the other KO. Would it be nice to have two KOs on Raw there, Joshua? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> because I only like one of them. goddammit. it. No, I like both. Of them. It's like my KO is being fucking like I don't even know what's going on with it. So. <laughs> I know what's happening. He's getting a pussy, pussy heel push. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I know. Yeah. That's right, well, and, and you're going to uh, do an NXT for uh, your birthday. That's this week, isn't it, B? My birthday is Saturday. So, yeah, Friday there. And then Saturday, I think me and the um, I think me and the wife are doing st- something either Sunday or Monday. But we're going to see Underworld because that's like her favorite. That and Resident Evil both have sequels, and she loves both those. So that's kind of cool. Nice, nice. Well, happy early birthday, and uh, you have a, uh, sorry amateur- I'm sorry, I just, we heard Chris Hero's name, I had to throw that out there real quick, because if not, I forgot. All right, well, he wrestled Andrade Stian Almas last night. Oh. In his Chris Hero. Oh. Really? Yeah, it says Hero on his trunks, but he comes out to the Cash of Sono theme song. Hey, that's okay. I, I, he, you know why he does that? He's smart. He can get that, he can still get that, uh, uh, Crossing T's money. Yeah. By the way, I got a badass, no gimmicks needed Chris Candido shirt. Old school style. Yeah. It's so sweet. I was going to wear it today, but it's pretty because I went the other day, but it's so sweet. Go ahead. I'm sorry, guys. I won't have to get I promise. Bye. <laughs> oh, that's, that's how we roll, man. We love it. Um, <laughs> Josh would just let's see. fire. The next match, fourth match. Yeah, it was uh, Los Gobernales de Japón. That uh, is the team of Bushi, Evil, and Sonata. They defeated David Finley, Ricochet, and Kojima, as well as the Bullet Club, Bad Luck Fale, Hangman Page, The 
Yoshihiro Takahashi and Chaos, which is Yado, uh, Will Ospreay, and Yoshihashi to become the never-open-weight six-man tag team champs. Highlight of this, for me, was Takahashi, who he's known as the Tokyo Pimp, coming out with this chick that is dressed in damn near nothing and has this bunny mask on. Holy shit, this girl is fine. Takahashi always comes out with, like, really fine girls. Fuck, man. This girl was fucking outstanding. <laughs> so, if... That's <laughs> yeah, like the match was okay, man, but she was like super hot, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I find this. Let me let me see if I can find this real quick. Um, she, uh, uh, my buddy Eric, who I watch this with, um, ended up finding her on Instagram. If I could find this, and this motherfucker was stalking her. But it, B, you know, Eric is all about fucking Japanese girls, so. um uh, fuck it, I'm not going to waste time with that. I can't find it, but... No, you said it to us, anyway. I think, in the group chat, if I'm not mistaken. You said it to us, like, the... Oh, day yeah, day. I did, I did. Yeah. But she's on Instagram, too, so that, her picture's on Instagram, I wanted to yeah. follow. So, uh, if I think about that, I'll let you know. Josh, what'd you think about, um... This was probably the night, I mean, that, and I got ahead of myself. It seems like in years past, they pushed the factions. Um, uh, the year before, it seemed like Bullet Club... I'm sorry, two years ago, it seemed like Bullet Club, like matches they had, they would win titles, they would win their matches, so on and so forth. Last year, they did a lot of jobs, it seemed like. This year, Wrestle Kingdom 11, I think, will be known as the year of Austin Governales de Japón, because they just, they dominated the whole thing. What did you think about this match, Josh? I thought it was a good match, very fast paced. Uh, the ending sequence is pretty damn good. Uh, you're right that they're going to be the new fraction. Uh, we'll get into that toward the end of uh, when we talk about Wrestle Kingdom but, you know, they seem like they're the, the hot fucking heel fraction, and I think they'll be the new Bullet Club of this year for obvious reasons. Right, right, right. I, I agree. Los and Gilbert are not only just huge in Japan, but they're also huge in Mexico. And, yeah, they use, I mean, it's, it's, they're just, they're really, they are going to be the new, the new Bullet Club of 2016, or 2017, right, my word. Real quick side note, speaking of the Bullet Club, uh, and New Japan Pro Wrestling and everything, the new Tekken game that, I don't think they've announced a drop date for that yet, but the new Tekken game, for those of you that are gamers, um, on Xbox, uh, as well as, uh, PlayStation, they're gonna be having shirts and gear that is New Japan related. Like, uh, the Bullet Club, you'll be able to put, uh, customized characters in Bullet Club shirts, you'll be able to customize them in, uh, Chaos shirts, which is another faction That's in New nice. Japan. And, yeah, it's, it's dope, and on top of that, King, is that his name? King, he's the tiger? Yeah. Yes, he's the lion. The, the lion, okay. He's going to be, um, they're gonna have a body of Okada as King, so that's, I mean, that just shows how big New Japan and especially the Bullet Club in general has become in all over the world. It's, it's, it really is like the new, I guess, NWO kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? I think Wilson Governor's the Hapone is, is up there with him right now. That Tekken video game is the first place I've ever seen the cop killer. Or Drake's Landing, or whatever you want to call that move. That's oh, shit, they did have that on there, didn't they? Yeah, King did that. that. That was the first time I ever seen I never saw that. I seen it on No Mercy, but I mean, mm -hmm. that first Tekken game 
was the very first time I seen that wrestling move used. I was like, oh my gosh, no way, somebody would die. You couldn't use that in a real wrestling ring. And the next time I seen Homicide use it, I was like, oh my god. I can't believe it, he's chopping my oh head. You know? Homicide plays Tekken. Yeah. <laughs> Homicide plays Tekken, that's what I thought. Because if you go back and play Tekken 1, like on PlayStation 1, the graphics are so slow and horrendous. Compared to, like, say, like, Tekken versus Street Fighter or any of the newer stuff. But, I mean, it's just because of the age. I mean, that thing's probably 15 years old, at least. Easy. Oh, oh at least, man. You say more, probably 20 years old? It's, I know yeah, it's like, really Yeah. Old. Put it this way, Final Fantasy VII is 20 years old this year. Okay, so, yeah, it's so, probably about 25 then. Yeah, and that was one of the first games to come out with the PlayStation, so it's yeah. got to be at least... 20 or more. Yeah, my, my older brother oh, wow. still owns a PlayStation 1 that works, mm-hmm. and he still owns that Tekken, that original Tekken game. Dope. Every now and then he was break, he used to break it out when my sons were younger and whoop the shit out of all of us. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> whoop the shit out of all of us. He took Paul Phoenix and would just destroy us. Yeah, I never beat Joshua in Tekken, so You didn't? Cool. Uh, what, I dare any of y'all trying to fuck with Elrock. Elrock is a machine at some Tekken. I've seen him. He is a machine. Ass. Yeah. That's what, uh, is that what you said on, uh, in the group chat, uh, Matt, that you wanted to take on Elrock, but he was, uh, I didn't realize he was such a monster attacking, I didn't know that. He's top notch. He's went to Vegas and played in a Tekken tournament. Excuse me, I'm spitting all the place. But yeah, he went to Vegas yeah. to play in a tournament to play, like, I think it was a couple other games too, like Street Fighter, Tekken, and something else, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, that dude's a gamer. Okay. Damn. That dude goes You're home and watches geek. other people play. Yeah. So that he can get better. That's commitment. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <You're right. laughs> well, shout that's out to cool, though. Okada is king. Damn, that's cool. I mean, I want to check that out. Yeah, yeah. That's some pretty dope news, especially considering, like, New Japan. I mean, I think it's, you know, probably safe to say they're, they're the number two company in the world as far as pro wrestling. But as I got informed this week, this Thursday, in about a 10 minute screaming, arguing match at the arena, <laughs> I didn't know they were number two. And so I'm arguing, and I'm getting screamed at by, like, four people. It was, like, four on one. It was awesome. <laughs> well, what would you think, what would, you think would be number two then? Um, I thought that, that there, there was a – you know how there's UFC and then there's that one fighting in China? I thought that that Chinese um, fed that does, like, the, the – the, um, it's, like, Chinese, Thailand, and, and uh, those places. I thought that it was the one that – the one you hear of um, – I can't think of it. Are you talking about Dream? I thought it was the number two, and it wasn't. Are you talking about One FC? Yeah, that's a bit. I mean, that's like the second biggest martial arts thing. In a, in, I mean, it may even be bigger than UFC now. Just right, like, right, yeah, yeah. It's huge. No, I mean, it, it, honestly, it may be bigger than UFC money wise because just the fact of it's. They have so many fights in China. I mean, I know you like UFC has one here every week, but they only, I mean, they only have like three a year in China. And there's, like, what, 17 times more people in China than there are in America? I mean, it's right, right. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. Right. But I, I was wrong. I got proved wrong. Anyway. <laughs> but New Japan is the second biggest money-wise wrestling organization on earth. And we'll leave it at that. And everyone who argues with me, go fuck themselves. Okay, go ahead. Right. That, yeah, that is the case. Um... <laughs> The fifth match of the night, uh, B, I want you to go back and watch this match if you get a chance. I have only seen one Cody Rhodes match since he's I'm departed WWE, and, and it was awful. It wasn't good. It was that Ring of Honor final battle match. Oh, it was awful. But, yeah, it was not a good match. And everyone, I was actually high up on it, because anticipating it, thinking, okay, Jay Lethal, Cody Rhodes, 
they're going to have a real TNA WWE style match, but it was just, it was something, it was awful. Yeah. It wasn't a good match in my opinion. Although, he did it. Huh? The ending was fun. The yeah, him turning heel and doing all that about, shit. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I liked the ending of that match, but that was it. Right, that was it. But this match, uh, it was a nine-minute match with him against Juice Robinson. Who did the, uh, he did like that hippie gimmick and, uh, and NXT, I don't know, oh, what was his was, name, Josh? Um, DJ, no, Parker. DJ Parker. DJ Parker. Oh. Yeah. Right, right. So he had, um, Juice Robinson, that's another dude that he's, took him about a year, I would say, but he's really like come into his own in New Japan. Really um, in very. Back in the day. Was he? Mm-hmm. I didn't think he was oh, really? in NXT. Yeah, he the, was kind of like Robinson, the, the dude that was CJ Parker and um, had the hippie gimmick and stuff. Yeah. He reminded yep, me yep. of uh, Brad Armstrong when he did WCW, the buzzkill gimmick or whatever it was. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah that okay. Kind of, kind of gimmick, you know what I'm talking about? Right, He used right. to, um, he used to, he was, he was in IWA Mid-South a long time ago. And he was oh, actually shit. fairly I decent then. I thought he was decent yeah. at NXT, but he, he flat out said, he was like, this is becoming an indie fed, but, you know, but with bigger indie stars, so I yeah. need to go live out of my bag for a little while to get bigger before I can come back to NXT. So him and Cody Rhodes are just, I mean, is it, you said I need to go watch it. Why do I need to go watch it? Let me know why. Well, because it, the match I saw, and like, I, a lot of people I've talked to have not been big on Cody Rhodes, but they'll be like, oh, but this match is good, this match is good. I haven't heard you more, I've seen one Cody Rhodes post WWE match, and I hated it. I didn't think it was good at all. Um, so I didn't have high ex- and maybe that was a problem. I didn't have, or maybe that was what helped me. I didn't have high expectations whatsoever going into this match, even though I liked Juice Robinson. This was a good match. It was nothing spectacular, but it was a it was a damn good match. And I don't know. I just think you should watch it just because it's you. You haven't seen. You told me. You haven't seen one Cody Rhodes match since being in WWE that you, or since leaving WWE that you thought was good. I think this match would change your mind. Uh, again, it's nothing blow away, yeah. but it's a good, solid, not the typical WWE style. It's it's a good hard hitting. Um, definitely no Shibata type of hard hitting, but it's 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 a good Cody Rhodes so post WWE match. Keep your expectations low and no, enjoy no, the match. No, no, I know what he's saying. He's saying it's a, he's saying, he's saying <laughs> Chris knows me and he knows me very well. He knows that. If it's something everybody in the world says is the best thing on earth, I'm gonna try my best to shit on it. Yeah. <laughs> and so he, what he's saying is that it's a new age match that I'm gonna enjoy, <clears throat> and it's more new age than most of the stuff Cody's been doing. <clears throat> and, well, I, and solid. I, I would guess because I've only seen one Cody match, yeah. and I was against Lethal. That was it. Just wasn't a good match at all. It was it was shit. So I seen him against uh, Zach, man, opinion. and I was like, oh god, I'm sorry, Zach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and I never saw that, and it wasn't you know I didn't ever saw that match. Um, you know I, I don't know. I've heard he had decent matches in PWG, but I've never seen him. And Brian's, I I haven't heard him put over one match. Like I said, don't don't think you're going to see something just totally blow away. But it's a uh, it is a very solid match, and um, I really enjoyed it. Josh, your opinion on on Cody's debut in New Japan? I thought it was really good. Um, Juice Robinson surprised me in that match. He really, uh, you know, I, I don't, I'm not with the uh, the rest of you guys with the Cody Rhodes hate, but um, Juice Robinson was the star of that match. Uh, he did very right. well. He sold his leg very good. Um, and Cody Rhodes, I think, yeah, you know what I think the problem is with Cody Rhodes is he can't really let loose because he wants to have entertaining matches and he wants to be the entertainer as opposed to the wrestler. And I think that's the problem with some of those matches that 
maybe people are finding a problem with? I think people were finding a problem because the fact that there was such a big, huge buzz when he came out. You know, like, oh, Cody's going to come to the Indies and it's going to be good. And I can't think of anybody. No one. I mean, usually somebody, you know, even a Cody Rhodes fan somewhere is be like, man, Cody had matches tonight. It was so good. And I haven't heard it from anybody. Mm-hmm. You, know you know what it is? I, I, I think, you know, we heard such a long time ago while he was in the E that there was like, they hindered in the E. They're not letting him, you know, go. They're telling him what to do. He's not E anymore. He's not. But when you leave that, that promotion, you're kind of set in your way. So he has to, like, get a little bit more comfortable. He's been, you know, in the Indies since, what, August, I believe? So I yeah. think give him a little more time. Let him be more established. Because, you know, given, like I said, uh, if New Japan, if, I, if I'm going to guess right, he's going to be playing a bigger role in the Bullet Club. He's going to be more of a dynamic heel in New Japan. If, you know, if I'm going to take a shot out there. If, you know, things are going to go the way that I think they're going to go. So, I think let him get his footing in. I think we're going to see a better entertainer slash wrestler in the coming months. Especially in New Japan and in Ring of Honor. I am super guilty of being impatient, too. I am. I'm an impatient wrestling fan. <laughs> I am. I'll be honest. So, I know what you're saying. Give him a chance to grow. Give the guy a chance to, to do something. Yeah. Joshua, what do you think I'm is going to happen line, moving forward? Moving forward, what do you think is going to happen? That was Matthew's, young Matthew's question. What do you think is going to happen with him, Cody, going forward? Um, honestly, given the fact that Kenny Omega might be leaving, I think he's going to be the new leader of um, Bullet Club because uh, Adam Cole's on his way out too as well. Um, Adam Cole's so, heading to the, the Fed too. Yeah, he's uh he's pretty much done at the end of May, I believe, or March. Even though he's um, the the Ring of Honor champion at the moment. Well, you know, given uh, spoiler alert, um, <laughs> that was match number six. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> for a lot of guys to step up and go to that next level. You know, the guys like, um, I'm not going to name names off the top of my head, but there's a, there's lots of guys that are that that level. You know, they've just been waiting. No offense, look at Owens and Generico, how long it took those guys to get there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And there's guys like Joey Janela, Leo Rush. I mean, uh, people say no, but Aaron Williams is such a dynamic wrestler. I've seen him two or three times in the past couple weeks, and he's just great. Go back. To, I'm sorry. I keep cutting you off about Wrestle Kingdom. I just want to throw that in there. It's an open yeah, space. It's li- all these good guys going up is living in a lot of open space in the Indies for people to excel and to get those higher name spots. You know. Right. Right. Um, I was telling our class. I said I'm, I'm excited for this match because it doesn't have that weird stipulation of no holds bars. A fight with honor. It's going to be a pure wrestling match. And these two, you know, as many times as they wrestle each other, they can still put on good, entertaining matches. Oh, and so. Guys- Adam Cole and Ke- and Calarelli had a match at Wrestle Kingdom. Yes, they did. Yes. They had a match for the ROH World Championship. Was it good? Adam Cole. It was damn good. It was damn good. It was. Yeah. These guys, like these guys, um, they know each other so well. Yeah. Um, they never had the same match, and I'd be damned if you know. I don't think Adam Cole is probably one of the best heels in wrestling. I mean, 
oh, yeah. just gets it. He knows how to be an asshole. He knows how to get the crowd over. Um, it's just it's just amazing. And, and the, even the fucking storytelling in that match with oh. the fucking um, with him working Kyle O'Reilly's shoulder. And then that ending sequence where he was like, stay down, stay down, and get kicked him in the fucking face. Yeah. Uh, it was amazing. And it, it was a shocker, too. And the best part was, after he got the pin, he was, like, fucking shocked. Like, he was just like, oh, my God. Like, I'm, I'm a- right. Right. It, the look, like you said, it was a shocking finish. I didn't expect Adam Cole to, to win the title. The look on his face, he looked just a shock, like... He sold it so well that I was like, oh, shit, I can't believe he just won the strap. But Cal O'Reilly yeah. is one of the most underrated transition wrestlers out there, too. And you probably even saw some of that in that match. People don't give him enough credit for being such... Like, you hear about Drew Gulak, of course. You know, I toot Zack Sabre Jr.'s. Uh, in class, Gresham, you know, he's one of your faves when it comes to transition right. wrestling. Um, but Cal O'Reilly is one of the guys that is very, very underrated when it comes to that kind of stuff, too. Really, really. But- Confuses jujitsu with his, you know, wrestling. I think I, 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 when I first saw him wrestle, I was like, "Holy shit, this guy's doing arm bars, and he's doing arm bars the, the right way." I'm yeah. Like, Holy shit. It doesn't you look know, like Del Rio's like fucking terrible Del Rio arm bar. God, I hate Del Rio's arm. <laughs> right. Right. That was, right. That, was... that for me was I was I thought it was going to be match of the night. I was I was wrong, but it was still a really good fucking match. Shocking ending and. Uh, yeah, you know, Adam Cole is a three-time ROH world champion. Who the fuck thought we'd say that in this fucking day and age? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Especially since there's only been, like, what, 23 of them total. I mean, there hasn't been a whole lot of ROH whatever yeah, champions. That, that, like, I, I was, I, I was starting to front by that. I was like, fucking, we, we thought no one was going to be a two-time world ROH champion after Austin Aries. I was, like, adamant. I was like, you know what, Kevin Steen's going to do He's going to be the second man to do it. Fucking Jay fucking um, Briscoe did it, and now fucking Adam Cole went from two times to three times. That's awesome. Like, now he's going to fucking call him on his own. It's, it's, it's fucking nuts, man. Yeah. NXT needs some needs some guys like that up there. No offense. I mean, they brought up Steen. They brought up Sami Zayn. I mean, and y'all are going to talk shit, but I'm going to tell you this much right now. Baron Corbin has changed my mind. He is. I'm not saying he's good by any means. I'm not saying he's great. But, I mean, yeah, he's working against the best, one of the best in the world, AJ Styles. But compared to what he was doing in NXT, he is a lot better than he was. A lot better. Agreed. And to go back to what you were saying, though, real quick, you know, these guys, there's nothing left for O'Reilly and and Cole to do in the indies. You no. know, they've pretty much done everything that they needed to do. They're in their 30s, so going to the E is the next step for them. Yeah. Especially fucking Cole, because once Cole goes to NXT, I think NXT is gonna fucking shine because that—that's the type of fucking heel they need. And I hope they don't fucking change his name because he has to go with that Adam Cole baby. That's yeah. just fucking like Rover. Uh, I hope so too. I mean, but I—I I, I almost, I almost think they'll turn him face because of the girls and feud him with like Bobby Roode or something. I really, really think they may. Which I'd be I fine thought, with that. I, I thought the time he gets in there, I think Roode is being called up. Right? Ooh, so, I don't know, man. I think there's going to be a lot of people going up before Rude. I think Nakamura's going up real soon. Eh, we'll see. Uh, Samoa Joe has been uh, wrestling up. dark matches on yeah. Raw. Yeah, he's going to uh, Joe will probably... I'm assuming... Joe should have been up. Look, he, we keep we keep interrupting. I know. Let them finish the Wrestle Kingdom. I'm sorry, guys. That's just the way we roll. Go ahead. 
Uh, well, no, it's cool because everything we're talking about has like the ties in other places. So I think. Oh yeah. I, I, I think it's yeah. yeah speaking it's great. of this, uh, class because the air kicked. I mean, the furnace kicked on here, and it's right. This thing's right there. I'm sorry. Okay. Um. Uh, match number seven. Good. Match number seven was uh, it was a three way tag match for the IWGP Tag Team Championship. Uh, the team of Chaos, which is uh, Tomohiro Ishii. And Toriyano, who I, I fucking love Toriyano. Dude is just such a fucking goofball in the ring. But it works so well. He does nut shots. He does all the shit that you would not expect to watch at a Japanese show. He does it. He rips off the turnbuckle. Uh, he, he fucking, he's always shooting. He's always throwing water at people. Anyway, these guys, uh, Ishii and, and Yano, who both of them came out with the uh, Tag League Trophy that they stole from Makabe and, um, and Hanma. They came out with the IWGP tag team. What's that? I think it's more so Yano stole it than <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is just like the, the, the hard-hitting, like, he doesn't fuck around. Yano is the one, that, yeah, Yano stole the... I just want to fuck... Like, you gotta see how these two walk to the ring. Like, Yano has, like, this stupid look on his fucking face. And Ishii's just like, I just want to wrestle and beat the shit out of people and call it a day. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, they're such a great team. But, um, yeah, Ishii and Toriyano defeated the Gorillas of Destiny, Tama Tonga and Tangaoa, uh, as well as GHB, that's Toge Makabe and, uh, Tomaki Hanma, uh, to become the, uh, IWGP tag team champs. And, um, honestly, going in, I, the funniest thing about this match, uh, I went, I watched it originally. I always watch like New Japan with Japanese commentary, even though I don't understand what the fuck it says. It just adds so much because the guys on the, the Japanese commentary just sell it so well and they're screaming and it just, if you watch Japanese wrestling, that just, it's part of it. But New Japan offers Carino and Kevin Kelly doing commentary as well. I went back and I watched this match uh, with English commentary as well. Watch it with English commentary because Tonga Oa is cussing so much in this match. And it's loud. And everything he does, whether he's selling or whether he's on offense, is like, fuck you, motherfucker. Fuck you. Oh, shit. Fuck everything. Carino is laughing so hard he has to turn his mic off because he's cracking it. So go back and watch this in, in, with English commentary. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to talk over you, Josh, I couldn't hear you, buddy. No, 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 I was talking about you, but class isn't giving us the full fucking description of this. This man literally cursed so much that Carino and Kelly were like, alright, dude, you gotta fucking stop now, this is kind of getting over ahead. And, like, we get punched in the face, like, at one point, I think Amna, like, headbutted at him or something, and he's like, oh, you motherfucker, like, he was selling the headbutt and he was
I'm sorry, man. I keep talking over you. I can hardly hear you, man. I'm not bad. I'm sorry. I'm saying, Yanko's face is like the best thing ever, though. Like, that was the highlight of the match for me. Even the way he fucking schoolboys people is hilarious. Like. Right. Right. It's, it's, Toriyano is, he's definitely one of my favorites. Uh, here's a fun fact for you guys. Um, Toriyano did some training of New New Japan JoJo. If you guys have heard, remember some of our past interviews with, uh, Rudy Switchblade. Toriyano was a guy that he worked with over there. So he um, kind of kind of goes uh, full circle. I don't know. But, uh, I thought that was kind of a fun fact. Toriyano, um, as a matter of fact, uh, he told me how Yano used to come out with you know the uh, the Japanese sandals that are made of wood, and he would put his hand in these like wooden sandals and start chopping people with those. Oh, so that's the type that. of worker. <laughs> that's the type of worker Toriyano is. Where you know it. Uh, you can always count on him. I love watching him in um, in G1 Climax matches because you can guarantee he's going to hit someone in the balls and roll them up in like a minute and a half. I think he did that to AJ Styles last year. Uh, I could be wrong. I, I could be completely wrong. But uh, he, you can always count on Toriano to upset someone in the G1 Climax with something like a nut shot or, you know, something along those lines. So it was a very entertaining match. And um, I guess the highlight, go back and watch it in English, just to hear uh, Carino just lose his shit at uh, Tango with just cussing so much. Um, the next match, up until, this is match number eight, up until uh, this point, this was my match of, like, this one right here was a match of the night, and then, like, like the last four matches just kind of topped each other, but, you know, we'll get to that. I absolutely love this match. It was a singles match for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship. The champion, Kushida, was defeated by uh, Hiromu Takahashi. Takahashi used to be called Kamatachi uh, when he was a young boy. But now he has this, I don't know, what would you say his gimmick is? I mean, it's kind of a, like, I don't give a fuck kind of... I don't know. I don't even know what his gimmick is, but he's just... This guy is... He, he hit a, a senton from the top turnbuckle to the outside on top of Kushida. And almost just like basically overshot Rashida and basically just jumped from the top as high as he could, landed straight on his back on the outside. It was just unreal, the shit that these guys were doing. And the story that was told, going back and forth, and Kamatachi, uh, I keep calling him Kamatachi, that's his old name, uh, Takahashi, uh, not to get confused with the Tokyo Pimp Takahashi, Takahashi, this one, the lightweight, um, just killed himself out there, man. And I think he shined. So much. I've seen some matches of his prior to this, but he shines so much. And as good as Kushida is, now it's not taking anything with Kushida. I thought Kamatachi, uh, fucking Takahashi, shined so much in this match. Your opinion is Josh. Yeah, this was, um, uh, they dubbed this the uh, Strong Style Junior Heavyweight match. Uh, or rather, Junior Strong Style. These guys were not trying to fucking do any uh, flips or anything like that. They were hitting each other fucking hard. And I was right. really impressed with uh, Takahashi and Kushida, too, because Kushida's known for, like, being finesse, doing some really elegant shit, some good aerial moves, but he was fucking cracking Takahashi just as much as Takahashi was hitting him. Uh, yeah, that fucking senton, he overshot him, and you could tell he fucking ate shit on that, but he, you know, recovered, and even the finish of that match was pretty fucking awesome as well. But, Man, you know, no, I yeah, was impressed with that. Like, what happened? Uh, I'm just saying, you're right. They were, it was, 
one of the stiffest super junior matches you'll ever, like junior heavyweight match you'll ever see in New Japan because these guys were just laying it in on each other. And like Josh said, you don't see that a lot in New Japan. You heard in, in Super Junior uh, matches, you see a lot of flips and high spots and shit. That's where these guys were fucking laying it in, man. And it was when the match was over, I was just and again another new champion. There were and we'll talk about that at the very end. Up until this point, every title that was on the line had changed hands. Every single title. So, it, like, it was almost unheard of. It was it was crazy. An amazing match. An amazing match. I, I up until this point, that was my match of the night. Do you, I guess do you agree with that, Josh? What was your match of the night at this point? Uh, uh, that was, at first it was so there were six matches of the night up into the main event. No, no, no. <laughs> no I'm not trying to be a dick. It's just funny because every other this match. This was the match yeah. of the night this until really, this one. This really was my match of the night until the main event, guys. I swear. That's how good it was. I, I understand. I'm just busting balls, man. It's funny. Yeah. Cody and CJ Parker oh, match of the night? No, I was going to say, that was, we didn't say that on that match. <laughs> it was the wow factor of Cody actually putting on a decent match. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, you yeah. fucking Where's fucking uh, this kid? Andrew Hunter, so he can shut you off. Well, so he can set up and say the same thing 20 times in a row? I could do yeah, that, too. Suck it, suck it, suck it, That's why he's not even at IWA anymore. We're not even going to go there. I shouldn't have said that. I like Andrew. He's a nice guy. <laughs> well, he should be in IWA, man. He really should. He's that good. But that that's another story. For I'll let him come on and tell that story. I'm talking about whatever. Hunter, yeah. 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 Anyway, uh, so yeah, the, the, that was a fucking good match. Next match, please. <laughs> Next match, please. Yes. How many matches were match. on this card? It was a five-hour card. Oh, holy crap! It was over five. Eleven. Hours. Eleven matches. Eleven matches. I thought oh, WrestleMania was too long. Yeah, he, 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 oh. imagine getting Matthew to sit through Wrestle Kingdom. <laughs> You'd have to have restraints, a straight jacket. Well, it would take me three days to watch it. I have to keep going. <laughs> but no, I'm, I mean, I'm you have to go like, watch it all you had, one time. You had, the rumble, you had to rumble those 25 minutes, and then you have matches that are 6, 12, 16 minutes. That's good, though. You know, I like that. Of Instead of a seven-minute fucking TV match. That's the one thing I do like when I hear that they're like, they went 18 minutes. I'm like, fuck yeah, that's what I want to hear. Now the main event, that goddamn thing was like 47 minutes or whatever. 46 minutes. 46 minutes is what that match was. was awful. And uh, before that, we so you had that match, uh, the Kushida match was 16 minutes. The next match was 16 minutes also. Another title change. You had the singles match for the Never Open Weight uh, Championship. Uh, the champion at the time, Tetsuyori Shibata took on Hiroki Goto, who these guys, when I first started watching New Japan again recently, uh, about four years ago, I believe it was, Shibata and Goto had a match at Wrestle Kingdom. That match at Wrestle Kingdom, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, listeners, or Josh or any of you guys, uh, this is Wrestle Kingdom 11, so it'd be 10, 9, 8. So it was like Wrestle, Wrestle Kingdom 8, maybe 7, they had a match against each other. At 
after watching that match, it was one of the first matches I've watched of New Japan since, like, probably, I don't know, four or five years I hadn't watched any New Japan. After that match, Shibata immediately was like, I was like, I didn't have to watch more of this guy. He immediately, at that point, became, like, my favorite That's wrestler. And it had to stop stressing. This match that they had for the Never Open Weight Championship, because I, I know of their history and everything like that, like, I was very, very much anticipating that. These guys are legit best friends. With high school together, went to wrestling school together. They're, they have such a great story. And for them to, like, have this match at Wrestle Kingdom, it was just super fucking cool. An amazing match, but at the very end, uh, Godo, the whole thing with Godo, I guess the storyline going into it, is that he never wins the big match. He always, like, they, they push him to the moon, but he always falls on his face. A lot of people say that he just, like, you know, he just doesn't have the heart, the desire, and all that. And his desire and everything really showed in this match. Uh, it, it was a fucking awesome match. Of course you know it's going to be different. And Kuroki Goto defeated Shibata to become the never open weight championship. And an amazing match. Even after this match, though, I still thought the Kushida match was still match of the night. All right, so <laughs> just, just on the <laughs> straight. <laughs> no, that's okay. That's your dude, though. <laughs> When you're emotionally involved in a wrrestling match, it makes a difference. It makes a world difference. Go ahead, Joshua. I'm sorry. Right, right, right. And I was, but still. Go ahead, Joshua. He didn't. He couldn't hear you. Is the way the phone was. Yeah, playing. go ahead. Go ahead, Josh. I'm sorry. No, like, just, like you, you, it wasn't like they didn't take the match of the night, but that the, the last like maybe two minutes of that fucking match was just brutal. Yeah, yeah, it really was. And the finish, the finishing sequence, where. Yeah. I mean, Shibata was selling where he looked like he was legit knocked out on his feet. And after some of the shots and the headbutts, the constant headbutts at the very end were just, they were, they were just one after another. Like, Shibata here recently has been, like, laying in a super hard headbutt during, like, almost every match. Or it sounds like two coconuts are just, like, <laughs> each other. Yeah. And Magoto kind of turned the Like the art of selling, 
this is what they'll watch. Right. This was such a great fucking match. And that underlining story between uh, Naito and Tanahashi where they, they don't like each other, it, it was, you could tell in the match that they didn't like each other. And it yeah. came out so beautifully well. It was really well done. And they really outshined the main event. And I was so happy with the finish. I like it. Uh, with the two fucking um, Dest- Destinitos. Uh, it was so fucking good. And then when uh, Tanahashi hit the, the high five flow and fucking Naito put up his fucking knees at the very last second. It was so fucking yes. Like, it was just a, like you fucking felt it. And then the, the going back to what you said about Goto, they were like, oh, Goto couldn't win the big one. The, it was on the reverse end with Tanahashi, where it's like, well, Tanahashi's been losing. Uh, he hasn't won any matches. It may be time for him to hang it up. That was a pretty cool little fucking uh, little nigg- uh, nugget of story for 2017. Is like Tanahashi going to be calling it a career? Or, you know, so, so that's something to look forward to in 2017. Right, right, right. Yeah, that's, that's a, a very good point, man. That was... Um... When I went back and started watching some of the uh, new, some of the Wrestle Kingdom for a second time with English commentary, that is something that if, if for our listener, if you're not, uh, if you don't watch New Japan Pro Wrestling uh, constantly uh, or keeping up with the angles, watch it with English commentary because Kevin Kelly and uh, Steve Carino do such a good job of letting you know storylines, letting you know the names of the wrestlers, which a lot of times you know it's, it's hard to. You know, it's hard, to, it's hard to remember some of these guys' names. It's hard to pronounce it. It, it lets you know the finisher. It, it's they do such an amazing job of, and which I haven't really watched that before. Like I, I, it wasn't until this one that I really started watching. I was like, shit! For those, <laughs> for those who haven't been keeping up with the product, this is a great way for them to do so and not be totally lost going into it. They'll know the storyline going into it uh, because of Carino and Kevin Kelly. So. Hats off to those guys. That's the difference between having a good commentary team and having a guy in commentary that's always in business for his fucking self, who always, all he ever wants to do is put himself over, and he's always even trying to argue and clash with other commentators. Who does that? Corey fucking Graves. He is the worst piece of shit. He is fucking terrible. Don't let don't let Neville be anywhere near oh the arena. You know, God. Neville's at the Motel 6, 10 miles from here, guys. And you know, me and him have the NXT titles together. Right, Jesus hey, Christ. Surprised by a commentator doing what he's supposed to do? All right, you know what? Take it, take it deep. Take, take it. Calm down. Calm down. You got any more McDonald's? Yeah, I do. Got a burger left. I'm gonna eat this burger. So go ahead. You still got the main event. So go ahead. It's still the Josh show. Go ahead, buddy. He, he, uh, Carino, when he first started doing commentary at Ring of Honor, he wasn't very good. No, it's something that I'm sure, like anything else, you gotta learn. And, And like, like anything else, probably just like having a match. Uh, being a wrestler, being a commentator, you know, you're not going to be good right off the bat. And, and even though you might be pretty good at first, like, like Carino has a lot of experience. He has really, like, shined, I guess. And so good for him. It took him some time. But he, I think he has a lot to offer. And I, I was. I was very impressed when I, when I went back and I watched this for a second time. When 
with English commentary. Go right, Josh. Um, great to come along with. So the main event, uh, the main event is a singles match for the IWGP Heavyweight title. With 45 minutes, and you saw Okada defeat Kenny Omega. Uh, Okada came out with J.O. Kenny Omega came out. He's part of the elite. Came out with uh, the Young Bucks. This match, uh, there was this whole Terminator sequence at first. Like, they did this Terminator, like, video and, and, and all this shit. And, and unfortunately, you had to see Kenny Omega's, like, side butt cheek. You know, I guess he, they didn't have to do that, but they did. And uh, it was, and then he comes out with, like, half of a Terminator mask and shit. And, like, the exoskeleton. Um, it was a, it was a damn good, it was a damn good match, man. It was an amazing match. Dave Meltzer is on our record saying this is the greatest match he's ever seen. Uh, Fuck Dave Meltzer. Uh, <laughs> I got so tired. Thursday night, hold on, real quick, real quick. Thursday night, at least ten people came up to me and goes, "Dude, Dave Meltzer said it's the best match ever." That to me is like, oh, is he L. Ron fucking Hubbard? Is this Scientology? I don't give a fuck what that guy says. I mean, no offense, that you people that hadn't even seen it yet were fucking about to jizz all over themselves because Meltzer gave it six stars. I feel like going, okay, I know he has built this reputation. I get it. I got it. I understand. But it doesn't mean I have to sit like it and have to sit. Uh, well, that's like somebody shoving somebody down your fucking throat. It just it angered me so bad <laughs> Thursday. You can imagine wow. how irritated I was. I was like, oh, fuck, okay. Now, let me, ask you, let me ask you this, Brian. Had you seen the match prior to them telling you that? No, I hadn't seen it. That's the thing that made me okay. so mad. So I guess them, them putting it over like crazy. You, you telling them to, shitting on, are you shitting on it or are you shitting on them? No, I'm shitting on them because they're so fucking okay, up okay, Meltzer's ass. It's like, oh, as soon as Meltzer says it, it has to be gospel. You know what I'm saying? That was the right, part that right, got to I me. I wasn't shitting on the match. I was just like, one guy came up and he goes, I don't give a fuck what anybody says. This is the greatest wrestling match of all time. And if you don't think so, you're fucking stupid. That is the mentality there that will send me off the fucking deep end. I will be like, oh, it is, huh? Well, fuck you and fuck that match. You know, I'm instantly going to jump to the other side. Go ahead, Josh. I'm the sorry. Match. Here, go ahead. hang out with the fucking revival because they go the same way. The, re- the revival also got mad at because the young bucks got their uh, their uh, SI Sports Illustrated thing. Did oh, you see that? No. Yeah, they were being real salty. They were like, you "Oh, see this, man? no." Oh, yes. What Tell them about it, Josh. And, and, uh, like someone, you know, I, I give this kid credit. Dawson pretty much laid it on thick. Yeah. Uh, Dawson, like, yo, no offense. Uh, how the fuck is it that the Young Bucks get tag team of the year when we've been, you know, we were we were probably the best tag team of 2016? And I think I think his name is Rob Naylor, I believe, was like, yeah. oh no, guys, you guys are good, you know, but you know the Young Bucks are always that good, and you know from day one. And fucking Dawson said this, and I I, I give him the most credit in the world. He goes, no, we're the best tag team because we came from nothing. These guys are internet darlings. They, they name fucking moves after Meltzer, and everyone loves them, and they put on all, all these matches. But, but we've done this without our names. We went into the fucking establishment, and we made ourselves into something. And I, he, he had a fucking point. I agree like, with I him 100%. Saying, yeah. And I'm not, he's not shitting on the Bucks. He's saying. He's shitting he, on the he, article. And, yeah, he's shitting on the fucking estate. He's basically saying. The internet smart fans that whatever Meltzer writes, they believe is the Bible. Which I'm glad that he's positioned himself to be that that big in the in the in the, yes. the business. He's been around a while, but too. a lot of people, a lot of wrestlers, hate his fucking guts. Meltzer. Well, yeah. and that's the thing. Dave Meltzer and Wade, Dave Meltzer and Wade Keller were the two first guys ever mm-hmm. before internet, way before the internet. 
where like the first, so he has, he has established himself as someone with a reputation of knowing his shit. But that being said, just because the guy likes it doesn't mean that it's fucking the gospel. Doesn't mean so, I have to like it. Or you have to like it though. Right. That, that's my. No, opinion. exactly, exactly. There's there's a lot of shit that I, you know I I'm I'm a strong opinion like or I'm a strong advocate of I can't stand when I talk to someone about a movie and they go I ain't gonna watch that shit. Rotten Tomatoes didn't give it. You know, fuck Rotten Tomatoes. Can you not make your own opinion? You know, like, that that gets on my nerves. I, I just, watched a minute and a half trailer. I'll tell you what, I'm not paying money the first weekend to see it. Fuck that. What does that yeah. say? I mean, if... if what do, what the... Well, my whole thing That is, makes no if, sense at least, to me. If you, if you see the trailer, then you can at least establish your own opinion on it, even mm -hmm. though it's a minute and a half. Yeah. But when someone... If someone else saw a trailer and said, this looks like it's going to be great thing ever, and then you say the same thing just because that guy said it, you're just a fucking cheap. But I don't... I don't... <laughs> Not taking anything away, Dave Meltzer has established his name and he knows his shit. Yeah. But just because he says something doesn't make it the gospel. Exactly. Watch this card and, you know, listeners, you guys, whoever, watch card and establish your own opinion. Like, Josh and I, I, I was really, um, I thought we would probably both agree that um, the Naito match was, was our favorite match of the night. And sure enough, it yeah. was. I thought y'all were both saying main event because everybody was blowing the main event Thursday. Well, no, here's, here's the thing. Let me cut it quick. I, I fell asleep um, during the main event. I was up for like a very long time and I fell asleep. Not because I was bored or anything. I was just exhausted. So when I got off, I got on Facebook and I was like seeing all these like, oh my God, six-star match, uh, match of the year already. Yeah. Uh, watch this match. And I, I got to watch the match and I was like, okay, this is a really good fucking match. And the spots were really good. I mean, you know, that's pretty much what this match was. Really, really good wrestling with some really amazing spots. Because when he fucking um, right. lifted up Omega outside the ring, it didn't look like fucking Omega was thrown out of a car. Uh, but I was sitting there going, this match really wasn't as great as I was expecting. I was like, and I was surprised. Because I was like, the build up to this match wasn't really that great. Um, they really wasn't the underlining story. I think, if anything, Kenny Omega was the star of this match. It kind of reminds me of uh, uh, Ray Wyatt versus Undertaker at WrestleMania, where Wyatt was doing all this stuff to promote the match. Yeah. I didn't really see anything from Okada. I just saw Kenny Omega being an asshole, talking about how he was going to change New Japan and be the guy and all this other stuff. Uh, but the match, it delivered, but it didn't blow me away in that in this regard. Um, right. So I don't understand where it was like all oh, this match. Like I agree with you guys are saying and all this other stuff. I just can't comprehend like just because Meltzer said that, and I'm still trying to grasp that. Where Meltzer's like, this is a six star match. Like, did he explain why it was a fucking six star match though? Uh, he, I think it was more of a hold on. I can actually read it to you because the guy I was arguing with sent me what he said. <laughs> so give me a second. I'm gonna spin my phone around. I would. I would argue that wrestling fans as a whole that definitely have a prisoner of the moment kind of reaction, knee-jerk reaction to a lot of matches as well. You know, they see something and it's like the greatest match ever, and then they see something two weeks later. And I'm not saying anything's going to top it in two weeks, but let's give this a little time to breathe first before we declare anything the greatest event of all time. Yeah, he put Kenny Omega and Kazuchuki Okada may have put on the greatest match in pro wrestling history in the main event of Wrestle Kingdom 11, on eleven on one four at Tokyo, the Tokyo Dome, the forty six minute forty five second classic coming at the end of the show that lasted five hours and forty minutes 
set New Japan's all-time record for live foreign streaming viewers, peaking at about 7.30 a.m. Eastern Time. AJ Ross, Josh Barnett, commented version of the match will air on 1.13 on Access TV, which will very wow. well be the best one-hour pro wrestling television show ever, given one-match shows Jack Briscoe versus Dory Funk Jr. from CWF in 1972, Rick Flair versus Kerry Von Erich in <laughs> Dallas, and Flair versus Von Erich in Honolulu, and then he cut the rest of it off. But um, that was what I got so far. I don't think he went into details. If you go watch that Jack Briscoe match right now, it'd be boring. Jack Briscoe and Dory Funk Jr., I bet it looked like an MMA match. What do you want to bet? I bet money it looked like a cheaper version of an MMA match. It would. It would. But I bet the Flair, I tell you what, though, I bet that Flair match would be off the chain, boy. I guarantee you. I remember from Honolulu. That was the one that I remember. The one they had in Honolulu, Flair versus Von Erich. I remember the one from uh, where Kier Von Erich, I think, first won the title from Flair. Yep, in and Dallas, he was big I, as fuck, boy. Kerry was huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm not. Uh, yeah. okay. I'm sure the Jack Bristol match was probably good for its time, and it might hold up. I've never 1972, been, though. I guarantee you, the biggest right, move was like a body slam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Whip to the turbo, but that's the Oh, it's over. Awesome. 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 He did a drop so kick Dave on the Meltzer, outside. Dave Meltzer has every right in the world to, to say what he just said. That's yes. perfectly fine. But when anyone else repeats it without without witnessing the match, just because Dave Meltzer said it, that's just, that's ignorant, man. That's just like the whole Ryan Tomato thing. Just because a critic said, this mm-hmm. is a great movie or this is a bad movie, establish your opinion for yourself. Come yeah. on, you know, like, it was kind of sheepy to me for like all of the people that was and when I and as soon as they could have said that, the first thing I said was one person said I don't remember if it was I don't remember which one of the four or five guys that was standing around. One of them said the effect of I've seen the greatest match that I've ever seen. And it's probably the greatest match any of y'all have ever seen. That's and instantly <laughs> in my head it clicked. Oh, dude, right afterwards I was like, and then my boy Bobby sitting next to me before I can even say a word goes. Have you haven't seen Tiger Mask and Dynamite Kids yet? And the guy's like, no. And he goes, okay, do me a favor, <laughs> shut the fuck up. You know? I mean, it was that kind of conversation. That's how it went. Well, that was know, incredible. Oh, it was awful, dude. That's, no, it's incredible. <laughs> and we, and we went at it. I was like, the, the, the one guy, he was, he, was, he was really upset. He's like, I've been reading The Observer since the fifth grade. And I was like, so are you going to join Scientology soon? And he's like, what do you mean? I was like, obviously, Dave Meltzer's your new L. Ron Hubbard. If you've been reading since well, the fifth I mean, grade, then you're taking that shit like it's, like you believe it like it's the Bible, homie. You know what I'm saying? Right. Is that your right. Dianetics? And, <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, to be able to give news and... L. Ron. <laughs> the Bill, Bill Berg thing on that was the best ever. He's like, at least Christians believe in, like, Jesus from, like, you know, hundreds of years ago. Almost 2,000 years ago. He goes, Scientology, dude, they believe in a guy named Ron from the 50s. They wrote, they wrote science fiction novels. That's the guy they worship. I know. And I didn't know it was real until I started watching it that Leah Ridley thing. And I'm like, It is still wow, real to them, damn it. insane. Oh, man. I did going clear. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. I'll tell you what. Another good documentary, real quick, is Thirteen Percent. It's on. Um, it's on uh, Netflix right now. Thirteen Percent. It's called the Thirteenth. Get it right, idiot. Is it the Thirteenth? 
Okay, I thought it was 13% because it was talking about, yeah, 13th Amendment, you're absolutely right, yeah. I'm getting that and 3% mixed up, there's two different shows on Netflix. It's the 13th, yeah, so I'm a 13th Amendment that abolished slavery, right? Uh, yeah, but it wasn't, it was... That's not what it's about, though, yeah. It's about the prison system. Like, people, slaves can be, uh... Exactly. Exactly. It will make it will when you watch it, your mind will be blown. Yeah. It'll make you feel bad. And I know that you got to get off here and go to work. It's that bad. Yes, it is. You feel like going, hey man, you need a sandwich or something, buddy? What's up? I'm sorry. You know? <laughs> God damn, it's horrible, you know? But it, <laughs> it is. It make you feel that bad. But Netflix has been really, has, there's a number of different things. I heard something about there's a movie called The Spectral or The Spectrum or something. It's supposed to be really, really good. It's got the chick from that Tom Cruise movie um, where he kept going back in time to do the same thing over and over again. Oh, I know that. Uh, that was that was a movie. Yeah, the, the chick from that. She's in this movie. It's on Netflix. Spectral or Spectrum. I heard it's really, really good. Okay. That'll be okay. the movie portion of the show. I want to thank both you guys for the excellent Wrestle Kingdom review. I know Joshua has to get to work. I know Chris Class feels like shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I am going to have to tap out. Oh, go ahead, Josh. Hi, boss. Hey, Chris Class. Thank you, sir, for the rousing review. We appreciate it. We know Wrestle Kingdom's your jam. We're gonna uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk about a little bit of NXT, a little bit of Royal Rumble stuff, and then we're gonna bounce out of here ourselves. Real quick, real quick. Let me okay. ask you guys. I mean, how many people? Have, Matt, you would probably know this. You're the WWE guy. Sure. How many people have they announced for the, the Rumble? You guys. At the moment, it's three. Now we're still about three weeks away. Yeah. which I'm actually all in favor for. I like mystery. Yeah. I like suspense. Okay. I don't like seeing ten guys saying I'm in the Royal Rumble and I'm going to win it at number one. And I kind of like blah, blah, matches blah. where they go, okay, you want to be in the Rumble? You got to earn it. Here, you're going to have a match tonight, and the winner goes to the Rumble. Well, they haven't done that yet. That's I like that. Fun. There have been three okay. names that have been announced for the Royal Rumble. Yeah. Baron. Corbin Which is the is, only one from okay. SmackDown. Okay. And then you got Goldberg and Brock okay. Lesnar. Yeah. Okay, I knew about Goldberg and Brock. Alright, so never mind. Maybe, um, the Rumble's not tonight, right? The Rumble is three weeks away. It's like 29th. It's the end of January. Yeah, and we got NXT next week. I'm excited, man. Hey, if you get feeling better, man, you could go there and, like, last last time, I mean, it's not going to be that much different this time. Last time for NXT, my buddy Jeremy Spalding got a better seat than I did cheaper the day of the show. <laughs> That's a good idea. That's yeah. a good idea. I might just do like what uh do like uh, Bobby did and get, get a ticket and then just hang out with us because we have that whole front row. Yeah, we got and so we have that right, set. So right. if you're by yourself, buy one ticket and you can hang out with me, Matt, my two sons, Big Doug and Duncan. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. We can oh, get all yeah, row. Dang, the whole crew be there. Yeah. That's cool, man. So just get yeah, one ticket, and hang out with us. Hopefully I'm feeling better. I'll see if Trump is, is, is planning on going, and we'll, we'll see what's up. But um, if I'm feeling better, hopefully we'll do that. And uh, that sounds like a good time, because last time XP was around our area. We'll probably see Chris Hero there. Yeah, we might. Even if he's not, even if he's not wrestling, he still may do a run in or something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Rumor of Tommy cool, End, maybe. Man. I know he just uh, reported. Oh my God, Tommy End's name is Alistair something. I was like, if it was I Alistair Fear, I would die. Remember, shitty. <laughs> it was, it's like Alistair something for real. It's his name in WWE. If it was Alistair Fear, I was gonna die. That's an inside joke for me in class because there was a guy that wrestled for years around here as a quote-unquote deathmatch wrestler, but he wasn't really that talented. And his name was Alistair Fierce. Nice kid. But he was, the like, he did not be really, he was bottom of the barrel in the locker room. And if they made All right, him, before, 
Go ahead. Now, before I hop off, can, can I make a quick request? Sure. <laughs> um, because I love Young Matthew's Twitter question of the week, can we do that a little early? Sure. Absolutely. Sure, and I want to let everybody know <laughs> right now because just I've showed it to you guys before, but let everybody know that every time we podcast, in my podcast bag where I keep all our stuff, there is a little piece of a felt table. Okay, and this yeah. piece of felt table came from um, what, in my eyes, is the greatest podcast on earth. It's the reason that I'm podcasting, and no offense, so that means that's the reason all of us are podcasting yeah. today. True. Um, and it's a patch from the felt table at the stash, the secret stash, J.M. Silent Bob secret stash in Red Bank, New Jersey. And it's a it's a piece of the felt table from the Tell Em Steve Day podcast. And my yeah. friend class gave this to me when he didn't have to. I mean, there's plenty of other people. He, you know, he gave this to me from the kindness of his heart for Christmas, and it's with us every time we podcast. And I wanted to thank you publicly on here for doing that because uh, no problem, buddy. And I want to also thank KJ Designs for designing our brand new banner, which will hang behind us whenever we do commentary. It looks beautiful. Yes, it, yes, I've picked it up. And, and and if you want to check out that banner, be at the Pro Wrestling Freedom Show on the twentieth. But we'll podcast again before then. Yeah. So. Go ahead, class. I'm sorry. Awesome. Oh, no, I'm just, um, yeah, I know, I, I love for, I love for T.E.S.E. Is Joshua still on or here? Yeah, uh, he's bounced. All right, okay. I knew it. Uh, this is yeah. super easy because it's the first podcast we've done of the year. What are you looking forward to the most in 2017? Ooh. If there's anything that can top Chris Class's Wrestle Kingdom. Well, he still has the Kingdom <laughs> Climax, maybe. He does? Also. He does? Yeah. Um, are, are you looking for anything in particular for 2017, Brian Vincent? Do you want me to give you a minute? Uh... Can I do two? Can I do Absolutely. like a local thing and then like a big scale thing? Absolutely. Okay. The local thing is I've recently started to spot commentary here and there again for IWM and South Wrestling. And um, I've got to commentate for a TPI. I did that for uh, in 2015. Um, I've never got to commentate a King of the Death matches. And I've never got to commentate a Strong Style tournament. Or I've never got to commentate Kings of the Crimson Mass, which are the... The four things that IWA, ever since, you know, I've known, they've always come around and stuff. You know, they have their other strills like uh, Heartbreak and I with the Old and with the New. To me, those aren't real big things because they haven't been around ever since me and class and started going there, you right. know? Um, Kings right. of the Crimson Mask isn't like a tournament. It's just like a show with death matches on it. Mm-hmm. They announced they're having one at the end of this month in Memphis, Indiana. And I got the affirmation last night, verbal affirmation from Ian Rod. And as long as I don't mess up and piss him off, yeah. between now and then, that uh, <laughs> I'm going to get to call some matches on that. That's freaking incredible, man. And so I'm awesome, really man. Congratulations, buddy. Uh, I really want to call some of the King of the Death matches this year. Hopefully, if they have the King of Death matches, um, so that's on a that's on an indie level. I'm looking forward to. And believe it or not, on a on, on a mainstream level, I'm just looking forward to all these guys that are going to be all the changes. Like I, I'm so excited to see how the guys transition in, into NXT mm-hmm. and how like I mean we got a chance to see in Tommy End and Chris Hero versus like Robert Strong and freaking Nakamura. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, Austin Aries has already been on TV, like heading, like he's heading to 205. It looks like he's on commentary for 205 right now. Already, so he's really good there. Have you watched a whole lot of 205? A little bit here and there. I'm not, I'm not okay. caught up. That's why I didn't want to talk about it a lot until I do get caught up. But um, it is a little bit watered down from the Cruiserweight Classics, but not as bad as I thought it was going to be. I have a whole thing on that, which I'll get to that in two seconds. Okay. Um, uh, the transition game. That's what I want to see is the guys transitioning into mm-hmm. NXT. Who's going to go up to WWE? Yeah. Looking forward to the Rumble. First. Yes. So, yeah, that would be what I'm looking forward to. 
That's your favorite event of the year, isn't oh, it, Brian? Yeah, yeah. Well, over Mania, over Survivor Series. I mean, Mania is a really close, like, ball hair second. Yeah. But the Rumble is my jam. Well, the... The, Ru- right. the Rumble is, it's got more mystery, I oh, feel yeah. about, than the WrestleMania. At WrestleMania, we know who's wrestling. Yeah. You know, Royal Rumble, right. we know the matches, but there's always surprise entrants, oh, yeah. and there's always, I think my boy know. Doug's going to get the Rumble, and so we're all going to try to go over there, oh, watch dope. it, and hang out. We did it for Ring of Honor, it was a really good time. I had a real fun time there. A lot Don't of people talking and stuff, but it's okay, man. I don't know. I like, I like getting together for stuff now. We've been out, we got last couple of UFCs up. Got to watch over at uh, my, uh, my buddy Gary's from from uh, UFC. You're from uh, from IWA, so it's kind of cool to get people together for stuff again. You know? Absolutely, Chris Class. Are you looking forward to anything else in 2017? You've already got your match of the year. I'm done. I'm done. Yeah, I'll wait till the year for 2017. <laughs> 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 no, uh, Brian. Brian summed it up. Uh, the G1 climax for sure. But I do want to. I do want to throw in uh, since we did talk about Chris Hero signing back with WWE. Uh, I'm really, really looking forward to uh, Chris Hero, see what, what he's going to do in NXT, um, and hopefully eventually in WWE. You know, that's uh, that. those are the two top things I'm really looking forward to this year. Cool, man. Yeah, because he, he's one of our own. I hate to say it, but I mean, he's like me and you're sitting here talking. We've sit there and talked with him before, and she's put the night on Chris's couch. You know what I mean? So yeah. to see that All guy, right. I mean, seeing CM Punk was cool, but to see that guy hold a strap over his head in WWE, I'd be screaming like a little girl, man. I'd be like, that's my dude! Yeah. Man, Chris, you know what I'm saying? I'd be happier to pick him up to see that dude do good there. And I think he will if, just, if they just let him have the opportunity and quit trying to make him into what's their image of a wrestler and let the guy do what he can do. For the last 10 years, he's proved all over the world how good he is, you know? Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Young Matthew. Absolutely. I'm looking forward to two things as well. Um, 205 has actually gotten really, really good as of late. It took a little getting used to. The first few episodes. Well, because I wanted to, you and I both, we, we talked at length on the Cruiserweight Classic from yes, this summer. how good it was. And it was incredible. And what was great about it was the stories they told from each personal level. Yep. And now they're coming into WWE and the WWE storytelling is good guy versus bad guy. At the base of everything, oh, fuck yes. that's what it is. It's so annoying. Too. It is what it is. And when 205 Live came, they wanted faces and heels. And I didn't want that. I wanted guys to wrestle. That's all I wanted. I wanted them to tell their stories in ring. But they all need personalities and they all need this, which, fine. But they got to sell t-shirts, bro. You they got to start selling yeah. t-shirts. Yeah. Well, they don't have any yet. I know. 205 Live, none of the guys on the roster has a t-shirt. That, see, that boggles my mind. How TJ Perkins and Brian Kendrick, yep. no merch whatsoever. NXT guys, they have their merch. Yeah. 205, takes no. a while, though. It does yeah. take a while. But the other thing I, I want to... buy a Jack Gallagher shirt today. <laughs> you would? <laughs> yeah, I would. Yeah. <laughs> the other thing I'm looking forward to is actually women's wrestling coming back to NXT. Gotcha. We've kind of had a lull once, you know, Bailey came up and we had the Four Horsemen that came up, you know, last year. Asuka's kind of running the division out of everybody. You saw four people got signed. I did, and I wanted Heidi to jump Loveless. on this. Heidi Loveless, Kimberly. Lee, uh, I think it's Deanna Perrazzo, is that right? Yes. The big, the big, the, I, I say big girl, she's the, the other ones are just smaller, but I don't know who the little uh, Asian girl is. I don't know. I don't know is. either, but you've got Nikki Cross who's down there as well, who's yes. doing really well. Santana Garrett got signed recently. Yes. Oh, and uh, Crazy Mary Dobson got signed. Yes. Yeah, so I mean. So I think the women are actually going to start to come back a little bit stronger. I can't believe, I guess it's an age thing, I can't believe they haven't signed Lufisto, man. Oh my gosh, Jen Goulet. Wow, that's true. She is so fantastic, man. Her and cheerleader Melissa. So there's a rumor going around that they might do a women's classic, kind of like the Cruiserweight classic this coming summer. I don't know if they're going to do it. They're thinking about bringing in, you know, 
Uh, some other people like Velvet Sky as well might come in for a couple matches here and there, which would be kind of cool. Velvet Sky comes in, she needs to bring her ass in with her. Yep. It'll follow. (laughs) It'll follow. (laughs) My favorite part. (laughs) So, you know, it would be cool to see it. You know, they've also got the British Classic that's That's coming on uh, next weekend. Who did I see signed up for that already? I seen it. One name was already signed up. Pete Dunn. They've gotten all 16. I I don't have it in front uh, of me, but Mark Andrews just got on there. I love Mark Andrews. Yeah, Mark Andrews is the one I saw. See, because Mark Andrews and Pete Dunn, they were here for Evolution Pro, remember? And uh, my buddy, Man- our buddy Manuel, our executive producer, he has a, they Defend Indie Wrestling was their, like, gimmick over in um, in, in England. And it was the turnbuckle symbol, remember? And Manuel has that tattooed now. Him and his wife both have that tattooed on their body. I think I think Bentley may too, but I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't know, but fuck you, Bentley. You made fun of my hat, you dickhead. <laughs> Look on Instagram, I have a picture of my brand new leather fucking, uh, uh, it's like the KRS one hat that you wore back from Boogie Down Productions. You know, oh, okay. I, saw, okay. I saw that when I was shopping with my wife at Forever 21 because she was uh, up there the other night. We jumped in the little picture booth and shit. And I seen that leather hat, I was like, oh, that fucking hat's badass. I grabbed it. I seen it was really dark cheap too, so I got it. And then I, they t- Manawa took a picture and said to Bentley, and Bentley said, tell B, no offense, but it looks like Every sitcom stand-in guy for a gay S&M club. <laughs> wow. He said, tell me I would wear that hat to a Freddie Mercury revival. And I said, hey, man, Freddie Mercury's the man. He said, hey, own up to your leather fetish. <laughs> Bentley's the man. I wish you would wrestle him. Keep him up, No. I hope right, you get feeling better, class. It, Twitter question hey, of the hey, week. Man. Peace, brother. What's that? I said, I hope you get feeling better, brother. Yeah, thanks, man. Thanks. I'm hoping, uh, I was really looking forward to making it in to the other side of the tracks today, but yeah, good suggestion, Brian. I'm, uh, thanks for, thanks for suggesting the, the whole Skype thing, cause that's, I'm, I've been kicking this in my fucking pajama pants all night, so I'm comfortable. <laughs> yeah, that's way easier. Alright, I'm gonna feel better and I'll, I'll see y'all next week. Alright, peace. We'll see you in the back row, class. Yes, sir. Now he's out. I wanted to, uh, uh, but, <laughs> um, Twitter question. Like I said, what are you guys looking forward to? Hit us up on Twitter. Hit us up on Facebook. Let us know. Um, the Facebook page is live. It's there, active. Make sure you can leave comments, suggestions. Yeah, and so on. We love UK Classic. It. Are you looking? Then we got the we got the competitors for that. I do. There's 18. Right. Um, I don't. Of course, barring injury and things of that nature. Now, this article was written a little while ago, so I don't know if things have changed. So I apologize. But as of right now, there's a guy named Wolfgang. There's Trent Stevens. There's Pete Dunn. Okay. Tyler Bate. Sam Gradwell, James Drake. I don't think he's related to Eli, Eli Drake, yeah. right? Uh, a guy named T-Bone. Don't know his work. Tucker, Jordan Devlin, Joseph Connors, H.C. Oh, Dyer. Oh, Joseph Connors is a beast. You know that one. Yes, I know him. Chris sure. Tyler, Roy Johnson, Dan Maloney, Jack Stars, Tiger Ali, Ringo Ryan, and Saxton Huxley. Okay. Lots um, of those guys probably have like name. A few maybe have name issue changes. Yeah, uh, I saw Mark Andrews recently went to Twitter and said that he's in it as well. Yeah, who I saw at PWG two years ago and he was absolutely incredible. He had a nice. great match with Will Offspray, which I'm not entirely sure why he's not on this or Zach, but I guess because I know I, I guess I understand Zach a little bit because I, I think they wanted him and after the Cruiserweight Classic he uh, said no. Well, I think he just said him and Ibushi both told Triple H they were like, um. 
I don't know if it's a money issue, but as much as, okay, we're going to have to do... You're going to have to live in Florida. Yeah, you're going to have to do your thing in NXT. He didn't, didn't want to have to do that. Didn't want to do that. Both are like, hey, you know, we, we're not living we can on come the in road. and do spot shots for you. Or if you're in England, we'll do spots for you. Sure. And he was kind of like, ah, well, never mind. But um, the one thing I did hear is that Joey Ryan went on Twitter after Chris Hero's pitcher leak Thursday mm-hmm. and was like, hey, I have some spots and dates open. Um, no offense to my boy Hero, but if you need a guy to fill any fill his shoes for any of his bookings, uh, I'll, I can step in and hook my boy up. Mm. And he said, uh, "Appreciate it, Joey. No, uh, but uh, this time around, I got a different deal. No cancellations on any of my future bookings." Wow! So that may mean either he's going to have to be wait a while before he's mm-hmm. on the scene and everything else, and Triple H is going to let him honor everything he has booked. Right. Which Chris Hero, it could be up. He could have bookings up until June and July of this year. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, well, anyone signed in TNA didn't get called. Uh, so like Drew Galloway, who yeah. I know he's not British, he's Scottish, but yeah. he's not there. Rockstar Spud, who has actually just quit TNA. I don't know if that's a. A, uh, a gimmick thing. I think that might be some kind of work thing. Did you notice that uh, EC3 was pointing to the to the anthem symbol on the sign at the last TNA show? I haven't seen out? the last TNA. The yet. last one he came out and it was a, it was a triple threat. So, he is so underrated. Oh my god, EC3 they dropped the ball on that. No kid. kidding, they dropped the ball on that kid big time. I don't think they dropped the ball on Galloway. I mean, he's still. I runs. like Galloway a lot. I like. I don't like. Like, I know you don't. I don't. I can't, we've had I, we've had conversations at length, but I think that I think EC3 is uh, he's a total pocket. He's he's a face now there. He is, and he was, he did a uh, he did a, a double turn. It was Matt Hardy turned heel, which turned into broken Matt, and then EC3 turned into a face. EC3 was a fantastic heel, and now he's. I didn't think he could make it as a as a face. I really didn't think he could. I felt like yeah. he had the easy because of his last name was Carter and yeah, yeah. Dixie Carter is his his yeah. aunt who is now no longer. President of TNA. No, she's uh, only on the board. That's it. She and left I, the board this she's week. She left the board this week. Oh, I Jeff know Jarrett's that. coming back. Oh, that's, that's good and bad. It's good that's and good. bad. Uh, Global Force is going to come back in, from what I've read up on the internet. I've, that's an internet rumor. Yeah, that, I'll tell you but, what. I'm super happy for the uh, for the Carolina boys with uh, Shane Helms running it. They got a little bit buried. In the in the uh, final deletion, that's gonna happen. Though. That was fun. Did you see the final deletion? I've seen a lot of it with Rick Morton getting took up on the. the yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> did you Robert, see? <laughs> I didn't see the whole thing about green beans, like because they said. But did you see what? In. Did you see what Matt Hardy and, and Hurricane Helms did? Yeah, yeah. When yeah. they buried the boys, and they, a guy named Trip with three, three H's, H's would be happy with this burial. burial. Yeah. I was like, oh my god. There's a, like a no limits. They let them do what they want, but. Obviously, they're letting them go to Ring of Honor and do things too because Matt Hardy showed up at Final Battle. Yeah. So, so I mean, they the Hardys are. I think hopefully, the thing about that I love is many years ago, me and Richard X sit and argued our faces off during the the inceptions of the TLC matches when all this was going on with Edge I was Christian. An edge hater. I was an Edge hater. Yeah, I, thought, I was like, I just take none of the bumps. He's he he's a pretty boy. He's they're saving him. He's going to be the big star. Blah, blah, blah. I hated him, but I knew what... You knew what was coming. Yeah. Yeah. But everybody was on Jeff's nuts. And I was like, Matt will one day show everybody he's better. He is a better character. I've always said Matt was a better in-ring competitor. Yeah, than Jeff was. Jeff's more of a better spot. Yes. Spot, spot, spot. Yes, And he there, he's got a thing. He, It's not... I don't know if it's charisma or if it's just it or what, but he has some kind of pull with, with the fans that Matt does not. They love him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know if it's because of the spots. I think it is. I think it's just because he's been around so long and he's... Lots of kids. Jeff Hardy was their favorite guy. Just like Ray Mysterio was like right, right. favorite guy. Jeff can, Hardy was their with the, favorite with guy. With the face pain. And the, the, Rob Van Dam, same thing. Yeah. Rob, Rob Van Dam was a lot of people's favorite guy. That was so. mine in ECW. He was? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
See, I got to see Shane Douglas Thursday night. Dope. It's the first time I've ever seen him live, man. I was throwing up the triple threat. I wanted the Chris Candido shirt because him and Bam Bam Bigelow were the triple threat yeah. in ECW. And, man, and I didn't, it didn't come from pro wrestling fucking teasing time. It came the <laughs> next day. It's okay. I got to rock it last night, Todd. That'd be a good stuff. There you go. But um, I'm looking forward to that UK thing. I think uh, Joseph Connors, I used to vote on him in the indie power rankings a lot and I see I've actually seen a couple of his matches he's a monster man okay. I didn't know uh, Big Damo had went to uh, went to NXT I don't know what he's going to call they're going to call him they're calling him Damo at the moment yeah, are they okay well maybe he's going to yeah he was, he was Big uh, Damo yeah sometimes they keep their names and sometimes they don't it's kind of a strange thing like Austin Aries has his name, Bobby Roode has his name, Samoa Joe has his name. I don't know if it's a TNA thing because TNA is a little bit bigger and they already have that name. Because Tommy better. End wasn't the name that I knew until I watched PWG. You know, if you're an indie star, yeah. you don't normally get to keep Although Roddy kept his name. Roddy Strong. Well, Roddy Strong has been around. But he was in Ring of Honor for a while, so he had an I don't know if it depends on the poll. I think it also depends on if you want to give your name up. Like if they want to sell their name to They want to trademark it? Yeah, because I mean, CM Punk kept his name but he got to keep wherever he goes he like he was CM Punk in UFC so I mean I guess yeah but he came out to Phil Brooks did he not I don't know I don't Um, remember but like Ryback went to like fucking court and now he's like big guy or something he's the big guy that's what he because he but WWE had originally trademarked it and he went to court and saying no that's my new name oh god he's fucking terrible I hate that guy I do too I do too so but you are gonna watch the UK Thing? I will. Uh, it's going to be on at 3 o'clock in the afternoon because it's live on Saturday and Sunday. So it's 8 o'clock in the UK. It's 3 o'clock here. Yes. So um, I will try to watch it live. If I don't, I'll definitely we'll watch, watch it over the yeah. at some I point. I have to get caught up on 205, and, and people have been telling me that NXT's been better. The you NXT, know, well, for the, a while there, it was like, it was really, a lull. We had an argument a, little, a couple years back because I was arguing that Lucha Underground had such a better... Um, in-ring quality than, than, than NXT and everybody went against me. Every single person was against me. I did. And then like two weeks later people were like, man, you know what? I'm not agreeing with you. I'm just saying that it's a, underground. It's an it, argument. It's that's what it's, needs you to have be made. A, you have a better argument than, than they thought I did. Yeah. Um, I haven't, I, I feel bad. I've only watched like four or five episodes of Lucha Underground just because you can't, you have to go watch it on in-demand, you know, and it's, it's a little bit harder to it seems like it would be easier, but it'd be easier if I could DVR it. Right. Because my in-demand in my living room is jacked, so half the time it doesn't even work or it'll kick out on you. <laughs> the one in the back bedroom, for some reason, the feathers from the Wi-Fi works great. Oh, okay. I'm going to wind up watching the whole season of okay. Lucha Underground. Lucha well, Underground 4 is, uh, like, there's a whole bunch of people came in Lucha Underground Season 3. Sammy Callahan. Paul uh, London's Paul got Redman. a following now. Oh, man, there's a whole like He's got some kind of rabbit club going yeah, on, I see that. Yeah, yeah I want to definitely check it out. And the word has it they're, they're gearing and move it to maybe either, like, Hulu, Netflix, Amazon, one of those places. Where you can stream it? Where you can stream it. That'd Sweet. be better. I think it's going to be better for everybody. Yeah. Uh, well, NXT has been good. Um, the last two weeks has been uh, shows from Osaka. Okay. And from Australia, so they've it's only been on the Busek been on there. Only O L N E Y. Only yes. only Larkin has been on there. Yeah, is he doing pretty good? Uh, he's, he's not. Kind of, he's got to build up. To, he's he's got to lose first. Right. Um, he's he won a couple hard. matches. He you know, hard, but he he has. But he, I mean, they put him up against Bobby Roode two weeks ago. Oh. So he's going to lose that match. You know, things like did, that. He didn't job out though. No, no, no. Good. They had a good you know seven eight minute match. Okay. You know, which for an hour long show is not bad, especially oh, on NXT. No. NXT, yeah. Because uh, and it was a number one contender match, so we kind of knew going in. Yeah, Bobby Roode's going to beat. That's the only thing Morgan. I look forward to Royal Rumble too. Like I forgot to say when I was on there, I look forward to Royal Rumble, but I'm also that because the night before we get NXT, yeah. we do. 
And, and it's going to be anything yet? at this point. It's Nakamura versus Rude for the strap. Uh, Rude won oh. a fatal. They had four qualifying matches, and then they had a four-way elimination match to determine the number one contender. Ah. And so Rude beat Oni Larkin to get into the number one contender's match, and then he knocked off uh, like Joe. Uh, Ty Dillinger oh. again. Ty get a push. Ty, right. he's finally getting some kind of push. I. I'm gonna mark the fuck out if he comes in at number ten at the Royal Rumble. I'm just—I don't want him to come in any more time out. The perfect ten yeah. comes out at number ten for the Royal Rumble. He can come in, he can do his ten, and then get eliminated. I don't care. I will mark the fuck out. Yep. I hope that we get to see him on Friday, man. Because last time they were in town, he wasn't on the card, and he was still getting ten chance. I know he's—he uh, speaks fluent Japanese. Does he really? Yeah, that's on Instagram where he's hanging out with Nakamura and stuff in oh, it's uh, dope. Osaka, and they speak—he speaks fluent Japanese. Yeah, that's dope. I wonder who the girl is. If any of the people, or any of the listeners, know who the the fourth woman they just got signed to NXT, let us know because I'm pretty sure there's two the two little little littler ones. I'm sorry. When Loveless and, yeah, and Kimberly. Kimberly. And I'm pretty sure that's Deanna Perrazzo or Perazzi or whatever. Well, she's had a couple of NXT stints. She was actually a girl that Asuka knocked out cold with her okay. spinning heel kick. Yeah. Uh, but now Perrazzo's actually skipped NXT, and she's the masked luchador who's teaming with uh, Alexa Bliss, who's mm-hmm. taking on Becky Lynch, and they're going back and forth for the women's strap there. That's cool. So, you know, I hope she does good things. I've heard she's oh, a Done really I well. wonder who the uh, who the uh, the the, uh, the Asian girl that got signed. I don't know. I bet that she's from Shine or Sparkle or one of those feds over there. It's mm-hmm. really good. Just think, I mean, the last one was Oscar. So yeah, I'm not a big Nia Jax. I mean, I'm not trying to be mean. I mean, I just I, I, she was such a monster in NXT, and like she has not impressed me one bit since her time. Nia. Yeah. She's improving. You think so? A little bit. Okay. But she had a match with Oscar in in Japan, and there were. At least two bad botches. Like, yeah. Like I don't know what happened. I don't. I, I don't want. I don't think it's Oscar. Now I know Oscar comes at you 110 miles an hour, and mm-hmm. Nia just might not be as quick enough to do it. Got it. I don't know. Um, but we'll see. <laughs> TNA is popular, man. Who is? TNA is getting more popular. TNA is getting popular, and I think it's partly because of uh, the deletion. I think it has a lot to do with that. <laughs> They're fucking funny, man. They actually just announced the birth of Matt Hardy's second child is going to be a boy in a volcano (laughs) because a volcano needed to erupt in in North Carolina and it erupted blue because the seven DNTs told him they would do so. That's so awesome. The seven deities. And of course, Vanguard One is going to be the Godfather. Yeah. The fucking drone airplane is going to be the godfather of the baby. Have you noticed the, uh, who's the gardener? What's the gardener? Senior Benjamin. Senior Benjamin wears a uh, Riviera jacket. Of course he does. That's the most fantastic thing. TNC, lots of, lots of not smart wrestling fans don't get that. They don't understand that. But that's, that's the, uh, if you go to Japan and you want to be an established wrestler, you go to that. It's a shitty steakhouse. It is really it? It is. It's a shitty steakhouse. I had no idea. I'm just like, yeah. what the hell is that? It is so fucking fun. I like. I love TNA. Mm-hmm. I I almost wanted to make a joke that saying that Wrestle Kingdom was no deletion. You should have. I kind of wanted to. Yeah. I didn't want to get punched in the face through the phone though. I think it was funny because they're both like so ready to tell us about the show. And I know. <laughs> and they're telling us the show, like the funniest part. I'm not to dog out the class and and, and Josh. Well, we can't like, dog them because they're not here. Well, well, the one thing we can say is that. At least three times I heard. No, that was match of the night until, until this. this match. And I, I look at you every time with just smile. And I'm happy that <laughs> yeah. they had. They, they had so it. much fun. They enjoyed it because I had. I feel bad because that's the way I would be. 
I mean, I'm going to be feeling that that's way like this Friday. Me. Yeah, really? and that's going to be me at Royal Rumble, and it's going to be me yeah. around WrestleMania. Yeah. I mean, you know, you know, but I know, but I know Mania is not going to deliver on that kind of because they had 11 matches that were all good. Yes. Mania is not going to do that. Let's call no. a spade a spade. We love Mania. It ain't going to be 11 good matches. No, and the bad thing about Mania is about halfway through Mania, you're going to be like, gosh, man, this match, this the match coming up better deliver. This well, better you deliver. you watch it and you're like, they're going to put on a. A ladder match of some kind, I would assume. That's kind of going to kind of be like their forte. I know they've kind of gotten rid of the money in the bank. But the IC ladder match was fantastic last year. Yes. You I mean, know, even though Zack Ryder won it for a day. Yeah, for a, he didn't. He did lose the exact he same day. He lost it the exact same day. Fucking loser. <laughs> I mean, some guys... I, but I, you had the triple threat with the women was fantastic. You know, the before the split. The women have been dominating everything, man. Yeah. They really have. Although, I must admit, I'm a little over the Charlotte-Sasha Banks feud. You know, I hate the pictures that people post of her hair getting pulled up. Sasha's hair. Oh, it's, was like, oh. Josh was bad. I hate Josh was it's bad. It's funny, though. Well, it, Joshua it thinks she looks like a horse. <laughs> There's a wrestler that we call Horse Face and other mean things at NWA. She's so, terrible. Yeah, I'll tell you what, though. The Royal Rumble, Charlotte versus Bailey for the strap. That may go. That's, that's, it's, that's a little different thing, man. It's a little different. Uh, she had to defeat Nia Jax actually on Raw to get, to get the match, too, which I thought was cool. They're kind of starting to build it a little bit. Like Daniel Bryan's build up. That's yes. kind of what they're going for. Somebody said something about Daniel Bryan and the Miz had uh, like off to off the off the air from SmackDown. Uh talking smack. Yeah, that they had like some kind of big thing where they hinted where like Daniel Bryan may come back. And I'm like, man, I thought he was done and gave his big emotional speech. I, he I he wants just, to come back. I think they're just blowing smoke. I I watch Total Divas. I watch Total Bellas. I have yeah. no no shame. Um, and he actually had you to leave. enjoy those with your wife? That's I do, but I, I watched them without her before without we started too, dating. Yeah, that's, that's okay. So, but she watches it. That's the only thing we watch wrestling related together. So, because she can't watch Total Nonstop Deletion like I can. But that's okay. Because <laughs> about halfway through, she's like, this is the awesome. Well, she, she's, she's doing something. She looks up and she goes, why is there a volcano in the wrestling ring? I'm like, because it's in North Carolina. And she looks, what? <laughs> so, anyway. Yeah, our explanations mean nothing. Yeah. My wife will watch UFC with me now. She's oh, there you go. Like, she won't watch wrestling wise. No, she had to use her to watch it so much. She ain't watching later. it. So. Real quick, I know we got to go. Mm-hmm. Um, We're fine. Though. There are more people in the Royal Rumble that I was aware of. Oh, so I have to correct myself on that. Uh, Brock Lesnar, Goldberg, Baron Corbin have been confirmed, of course. Uh, but of course, the New Day, all three of them will be in. And Chris Jericho will also be there as well. So there have been a couple of more ads. Um, I'm also looking forward to, there have been a lot of internet rumors about Kurt Angle coming back. Ooh, even if he just got for a couple of matches. Yeah, uh, he told, he told some promotion that he needs to step away because he's been obligated to do other things. So the internet kind of went, <gasps> Maybe. Because Kurt Angle deserves to come back, in my opinion, even if it is just on a limited time thing. I know he wants to come back part-time in WWE. doesn't want him part-time because of his health issues and things of that nature, but I would love to see Kurt Angle in a ring. Uh, the Hardys have been rumored for a while because Jeff and Matt are both contracts are up in February okay. on TNA. Uh, there has been some interest. Some say WWE is interested. Some say they're not. Um, I don't think the Hardys want to go to WWE. I don't think so either because they're getting a lot of creative freedom where they're at. You can tell. Yeah, they're not getting that at uh, WWE. They're not doing what they're there's doing. There's not going to be no total deletion, nothing. No. I think WWE wants to sell delete shirts is what I think. They would. Yeah, and they would because mm-hmm. I'd buy one. That's exactly what they would. Like. <laughs> uh, hopefully they'll be smart and stay where they're at. Well, apparently Matt Hardy was not happy that Chris Hero <laughs> went to WWE. Did you see this? Oh. Of all everybody that was happy for Chris Hero, and we are very happy for him. He was a happy one. Broken now, I don't with broken no, Matt Hardy. I don't know if he's in character or if he is legit because he has a broken Matt Hardy Twitter account. And he said 
you know, brother hero, I knew you'd go. And he, he posted a picture of, you know, apparently they had a tag match together. Yeah. I think. Yeah, and he had his, and he came out dressed like. Black, yeah, like and he was like, I can't believe you're going back to feed the machine of Meek Man. <laughs> but he spells it M-E-E-K. <laughs> but apparently he takes shots at McMahon every chance he gets. I mean, he saw Hornswoggle. And he said, are you here to tell me that your bastardly father is trying to destroy me? I, I, I seen that, and he came in, and he's like, I'm not his kid. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Yeah, that is all a, uh, that's all that's a, that's so all a fucking gimmick. funny, bro. That's, that's all a gimmick, though. That's, oh. Yeah. I understand. Meek man. Meek man. You know what? I'll tell you what, he's good, though. Oh, he's great for, he's great for wrestling. I said it. You know, a month ago, you you know he I, gets oh, wrestler of the I year. Need, I need to make a correction. I did and when it said breakout star of the year, I forgot who I said. I think it was somebody. Um, I think I said Eddie Edwards because he had won the belt. Yeah, but I'm going to change that to Joey Janela. Yeah, from CZW because he's a madman <laughs> <laughs> and because. There's an it factor. There's an it factor that very few have, and that guy has it. And I've called it a couple times. I called it with John Moxley, and I'm going to call it again. Within five years, Joey Janela, if he doesn't die of... Um, of, of a spot? Uh, yes, if he doesn't die <laughs> from something, something crazy, or he doesn't fall victim to bad things. Drugs, Wrestlers alcohol, do sex, that. But, you know, then he will... Be in the WWE and he will be a contender because he has that it factor. Can't wait, so, man. That's going to be good stuff. Do you need to check out? Uh, if you haven't seen Joey Janela, check out CZW recently. Um, he actually made kind of a face turn and Matt Tremont made a heel turn at, at the Cage of Death. No kidding. December, yes. So they have a streaming service now where their pay their app reviews aren't live. You get the streaming service and then like two weeks later you get it for free. Okay. So it's kinda of like WB Network almost where you're getting the pay per views for free and it's the same price, like eight nine 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 a month. So mm-hmm. definitely check that out. Um me and you are going to NXT Friday. I'm super stoked, man. I'm not reading any cards. I'm not reading anything. Um, they're, cause they're doing a show Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Exactly. And, uh, I think Cincinnati's yeah, night one, Louisville's night two, Knoxville's night three. And if you read night one, then you're going to be like, that's my card. You're going to see what the, <laughs> yeah, what's going to happen. So I'm looking forward to it. Last mm-hmm. show was fantastic. We had saw Nakamura and Balor and Joe, and we saw Bobby Roode before he was actually on NXT tapings and oh, things yeah. of that nature. So, you know, and we saw the revival in American Alpha, which was absolutely mm-hmm. incredible, who are now tag team champions of SmackDown. American Alpha is, so mm-hmm. congrats to them. Um, and that was a really good match live. Oh, it was fantastic. And then the one match I thought wasn't going to be good live ended up being really good, and I went and got nachos during that match. It was the... Uh, um, Wesley Blake and uh, Andrade Cien Almas. Yeah, and you were... And I, I, I like Cien. Uh, I, I, and he's, he has a heel turn now, and he's kind of a dick, and it's it's a little lost in translation because he still speaks Spanish fluently, and he's not great in English. Yeah. But you can still be a heel because he's going to tell you... I mean, every time he wins a match, he turns over in like a pretty face, pretty yeah. boy face. Like, it makes you want to punch him, and it's kind of awesome. <laughs> so, I'm really great with that. Uh, Neville's heel turn has been great as well. Uh, I didn't know I ever wanted a Neville heel turn. Until you saw it. Until I saw it. I, I just good, always though. thought, you know, he's a pretty face. And his finisher now is a superplex, <laughs> which is something we see a lot in wrestling. But once you but, see his finisher, you're like, oh, man, that's cool. He makes it look vicious. I mean, he stands up there and hesitates and makes a dude think about what's going to happen, and he... But delivers it, he it back down. and he knocks he's it down. He's got the little little evil heel beard and everything. He does. He. Do, I mean, he's cutting heel promos. I mean, I always thought he was boring. No, he's good. Man. He's good, man. He's, he's good, and he's gotten away from you know a lot of the things that he used to do. You know, he'll still do like suicide dives, and he'll still flip. 
And but he's, he's working more of a hill character. Well, he's also too. stronger. Mm-hmm. You know, he's he has to he has to change from being you know wrestling against bigger dudes to wrestling against smaller dudes. And I wasn't entirely sure how that would work. And he's done fantastic. He's doing great. So that's good, man. So if and Corey Graves is great on commentary on Two Hundred Five Live. Okay, man. We're gonna get we're gonna on, go on that we're, note. We're gonna go on that note because if we don't, I'm gonna cussing <laughs> you out. But uh, seriously, I, I was so happy to come back, man. I missed you guys. I missed you too, man. I, I missed listening to myself. I listened listening to you guys. I missed Chris Class and Joshua talk about <laughs> things. I don't know what's happening. That's okay. They talked about Wrestle Kingdom for an hour, and I know everybody loved it. Yep. Let us know what you want to hear. Let us know who you want to guest. I do apologize to our guest, uh, Stephanie Height, today. We will definitely get her back on here. Samantha, I said Stephanie. See, there I go, messing stuff up. I don't know why I said Stephanie. Samantha Height from Rockstar Pro. She will be back on. We'll get her back on. Sweet. And also, we'll have a full update on the NXT Live show that we're going to next Friday. We'll have that for you guys next Sunday. And we'll have a lot more news and stuff about uh, Ring of Honors coming up. I think they got pay-per-view coming up. I think there's Evolve show coming up. There's a whole bunch of things happening local around here. So we would definitely have a lot more news and views other than one big show review like we did this time. And we will see you guys in the back row.